Patriots, uh, unless you've been under a rock, you see what's going on in Texas. Um, I'm going to kind of slow down here just for a second while we're doing this because I want to allow a little bit of time to get some people in here because what I'm going to be talking about, what I'm going to be saying, it's very important, it's very divisive, and it's very true. And we're at we're at a precipice. Things in our country are culminating to a, a specific point. And people are going to be forced to take sides. I was interviewing an FBI whistleblower. I won't say his name. Um, but two, three months back, something like that. And uh, he told me he said this. And, I, and I, I honestly, at the time, I thought, well, maybe it sounds, you know, like it might be true, like it might happen that way. But he said it like this. He said, what you're going to start to see are the states standing up against the federal government saying, this is my state. And this rings eerily true to that. What Texas is doing, they have every right to do. And even if those in, now, I'm, listen close, because I'm going to say it. And a lot of people aren't going to say this, but I'm going to say it. If the people in charge, if the people making the laws are no longer following the laws or enforcing the laws in our constitution, enforcing those precepts, do we follow them anyway? Do we listen anyway? Or do we stand our ground and die on that hill? That's the question. My answer is absolutely unequivocally 100% yes. Every American moment throughout history, I don't care if it's the Reformation, Civil War, Revolutionary War, I don't give a damn which one it is. Every one of those, every single one of those took an amazing amount of sacrifice. It took an amazing amount of courage to do what was right against evil men. And that's what we have in the White House. That's what we have in our federal government right now in the Department of Injustice all the way down all their tentacles into school, into media, into music, into movies, you name it. And they make it you and I feel like we're the only ones that 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 have a, a any damn sense at all. It's not the real it's not the reality of the situation, folks. We are not the minority. We are nowhere near the minority, but that's what this algorithm does. This algorithm makes you think it is geared. It's designed to make you think that you are the minority. You're not. You and I outnumber them tremendously. The reason that they take and they manipulate what you see online, what you see on the news, what you see in your social media, you know, fake book and all the rest of them. The reason... Why you think that is because they gear the algorithm that way. They fix it to make you think that you are alone. This is why you hear the, the Aaron Lewis song in the back right now. Am I the only one? Because it's, it, it is perfect for this scenario. 
I guarantee you, if you polled every American, every single damn American right now, one for one, that overwhelmingly, 80% probably, in the United States would say Texas has every damn right to protect their border. You know, here, here, here's the here's the real, here, here, let, me, let me really make it simple, completely simple. There are laws against crossing the border illegally. There are laws uh, as far as what is necessary in order for you to apply for asylum in this country. Go to a port of entry, apply the right way, go to the closest third country as well. That's the part of it most people don't understand. When you see African countries sending people to our southern border, when you see Haiti, when you see China, when you see Afghanistan, Pakistan, all of which we've seen, we are not their closest third country. Those are bordering countries. If Pakistan or excuse me, if Afghanistan wants asylum, they need to go to Pakistan. They need to go. They need to go to a country that is surrounding their borders or to the closest third country surrounding their borders. These people that are coming here applying for asylum, they're bastardizing our asylum laws and they're invading the country. The, the number is well over 22 million people. And why? You think replacement theory is, is some type of a right-wing conspiracy theory? Hell no, it's not. 25% of the black vote in America is now voting for Trump. And that's just the number we have. It's probably even higher. Democrats are voting for Trump. Let that sink in. BLM leaders are standing behind Trump. They are seeing what's happening on the, uh, excuse me, on the left. They're seeing that their party doesn't stand by them. They don't give a damn about them. They give a damn only about one thing. It's power. Power. Hey, I, I want to play a little speech for you. All right. One of my favorite presidents ever was Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan had some pretty poignant words for people you know, as far as those evildoers in government and what freedom is and why it should be fought for and what should happen to those who try to take it from us. Take a listen. My fellow Americans, on Monday, America will celebrate her 207th birthday. I love the 4th of July. I enjoy picnics and fireworks and long summer days. And I get excited with the thought that millions of our people all across our great country will, on this 4th of July weekend, join together in thinking about freedom and the men and women who sacrificed to make it our inheritance. It's recorded that shortly after the Declaration of Independence was signed in Philadelphia, celebrations took place throughout the land, and many of the former colonists, they were just starting to call themselves Americans, set off cannons and marched in fife and drum parades. What a contrast with the sober scene that has taken place a short time earlier in Independence Hall. 56 men came forward to sign the parchment. It was noted at the time that they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honors. That was more than rhetoric. Each of those men knew the penalty for high treason to the crown. We must all hang together, Benjamin Franklin said, or assuredly we will all hang separately. And John Hancock, it is said, wrote his signature in large script 
so King George could see it without his spectacles. They were brave. They stayed brave through all the bloodshed of the coming years. Their courage created a nation built on a universal claim to human dignity, on the proposition that every man, woman, and child had a right to a future of freedom. For just a moment, let us listen to the words again. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Today, as veterans, you are still defending freedom. Whether it's supporting adequate defense budgets, or aid to the freedom fighters in Nicaragua, or teaching young America's young people the meaning of our precious rights through your Voice of Democracy program. The members of the VFW are still on the front lines, still leading the charge, and still showing what true patriotism really means. Freedom is important to all of us. As someone who spent many years making speeches, I've quoted many definitions of freedom some very moving and eloquent. But I've always liked George Orwell's blunt and unadorned statement. He said, freedom is the right to say no. There's something kind of happily rebellious about that definition. And I thought of it this morning because I decided this year's recipients of the Medal of Freedom are distinguished by this. You're a group of happy rebels. In your careers and in the way you've lived your lives, you've all said no, a most emphatic no, to mediocrity, to averageness, to timidity. You've said no to the rules of the game and the regulations of the day. You've said no to the conventional wisdom, no to the merely adequate, no to the limits and limitations on yourselves and others. You're all originals. You've all made America better, a better place, and you've made it seem a better place in the eyes of the people of the world. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is freedom. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise, and freedom is special and rare. It's fragile. It needs production. I thought... What more can you say? What more? I mean, it, 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 he was so eloquent. I, I loved Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was a bull in a china shop, which was a lot of the reason why following someone like Donald Trump and seeing Donald Trump come into the political sphere was so refreshing to have a president stand up who actually loves the country that they represent, who doesn't get up there and tear it down and tell you how Americans wrong and stand behind people that push racist theories like the 1619 project or stand behind a president whose, uh, whose administration allows for school boards to make arguments as to why having books like Gender Queer in the library, or uh, 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 you know, there's just a number, it's just a litany of things that this president has done for just absolutely destroyed the mental health of I don't even know how many thousands of children by pushing this toxic line of information and in all the way into the schools. Listen. The typical, the typical gain of uh, the typical percentage rate of people who identify as trans or any of that is typically around less than one percent, and they gauged it from state to state to state. Now, this year and the year before, you know, that's went up over a hundred percent. 
Why? Because they're indoctrinating your children. They're allowing these people to pour over your southern border. They're pushing death. They're pushing pornography on your children. They're standing with the enemy. Your your president has received money from uh, 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 Ukraine. They've received money from Romania. They've received money from China. They've received money from Russia. When are you going to wake up? They're not. They are using the law. They're bastardizing the Constitution to ram Marxism down your throat and make it seem like it's legal. And the people on the other side of this issue are very few. The Uniparty is a real thing. It's a real thing. Remember when they asked Kevin McCarthy how many people did it? Eight. Eight people. When they pushed 702, when they were pushing the FISA stuff, when they were trying to, when they were voting to see as to whether or not there were going to be a continuation of FISA, 309 people voted to continue it. They're not spying on foreign nationals, folks. 250 times they spied on you and me and your neighbor and everyone else who gave a damn about our country, who went to a school board meeting and had common sense questions. There is one flag that is supposed to be flown outside of our capital, outside of state buildings. One! One at a certain mass. Every other one is low, but there is no other flag that represents the United States except that star-spangled banner, that red, white, and blue, that old Bessie. That's the one. And anyone who's not doing that, anyone who's not flying that flag, anyone who would put another one at the same height, be wary of them. Be extremely wary of them. They are not your friends. They are enemies. And that's what I'm telling you right now. This is not politics anymore. It's not. And you know this. You felt it for a long time if you're anything like me. You felt it for over the last several years right now. These people don't give one single iota of a damn about Americans. They stand on the backs of the people that they espouse victimhood to. Oh, you're 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 black, you're a victim. You're Asian, you're a victim. You're gay, you're a victim. You're trans, you're a victim. Whatever it is. And then they go out and act like they are your champions. They're not your champions. They don't give a shit about you at all. Zero. Zero. They endanger your children. They're allowing the mutilation of children. There are certain states within our country that allow state-sponsored kidnapping, meaning like Bill AB665, Assembly Bill 665 in California is state sponsored kidnapping because you're allowing a child to be taken from another state who identifies as trans without the permission of their parents the kidnapper can take them to california and not only will they give them gender affirming care but they will protect the criminal who stole the child from out from underneath their parents this is the level of crazy that we've gotten to illegals are able to buy weapons in our country they're trying to make it so where illegals can be in our military or can have a badge and become police officers. Are you going to listen to an illegal immigrant if they pull you over? Do you think they have the right to enforce a constitution when they're here illegally? No. No. It is time, people. It is time. 
It is time to come together. It is time to stand as one together and as one voice with one purpose. And we need to make America great again. And I'm not just talking about some campaign slogan and that sort of thing. Although I think it's an amazing one. Don't get me wrong. But people, it's time to start saying this part out loud. It's time to say it in the streets. It's time to say it in the church. It's time to say it in the courts. It's time to say it at the family reunion. It's time to say it at the bus stop, at the water cooler, at wherever you are. It is time. They went too far. They crossed the line. Greg Abbott is down there trying to defend his country against foreign invaders. And the people that are supposed to have his back are down there trying to tear down the fence, the barbed wire that he put up to protect from the criminal onslaught of illegal immigration that's just rushing across the southern border. Come on. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out this is crazy. This is crazy, and it's wrong. And Governor Abbott has the full support of the American people. Do not give up. Do not relent. Don't back down. There is no compromise to be had. You are doing America's work right now. You are being a patriot. You are doing what's right. If you back down, you set a precedent that says it's okay to put forth an effort, but back down at the last second. No. No, and don't back down no matter what. You're doing what's right. You're doing the most American thing that any... I haven't seen anybody do something this American since the Clive Bundy Ranch where the federal agents went out there and God knows what would have happened if it wasn't for the Nevada and Utah militia that went out there and stood in front of one of their fellow citizens to make sure the federal government didn't go out there and ruby ridge that man. Am I sounding a little angry and divisive right now? Well, I am. I am. That's exactly how I feel. And I know that's exactly how you feel. Guys, do me the favor. If you haven't already, please like, follow, subscribe to the page. And please share it out. Share it out everywhere. Share it out right now. I, I it, it, We're going to be live for like the next 30, 40 minutes or so. Or, or however long I feel like going on. Because... There's, there's so much behind this. There's so much energy and so much animosity that we feel toward the Biden administration for the things that they're doing. I've said it from day one. It does not look like they are representing America. All of the decisions that that bonehead oatmeal brain Brandon has done since he's been here had all been for other countries. All, all of the best is, look, he went to China and told them that they don't stand with Taiwan independence. They don't, they don't back the independence of Taiwan. What does that do? You turned on your ally. You POS, you, oh God, I just, listen, he turns on his allies. He turns on the American people. They throw veterans on the street to house illegal immigrants. They throw Americans out of housing projects in Chicago to house illegal immigrants in those homes. We're spending billions, hundreds of billions of dollars overseas for wars that are not ours. They're not our wars. They're not our problem. We're getting, we're spending, we're, we're raising our spending limit 
every three months we're raising it. Why? Why do we need to increase? Why? Because we hit a debt ceiling? Well, stop spending so much damn money. But you're allowing people to come across our southern border. Now, here the caveat with that. When they come across, they can fly. No ID. They don't, they have, and they don't have to have their picture taken. Taking, having their picture taken is voluntary. They put them on planes and send them wherever they go. Now, anyone who's everyone who's on, spends any time on Twitter has already seen the fact that we have a known terrorists entering our southern border. He turned around and says to uh, just like kind of a, a bystander that was there that was talking to him. He said, you don't know who I am, but you will. And turned out he was a wanted terrorist. How many, how many others? How many more do you think there are? The Homeland Security put out a, a number of a couple of thousand two, three months ago. People that they knew got into the country that they couldn't track, that, they, that they're looking for. And you got 22 plus million in the country, undocumented. And you know how many of those are children that they don't have any clue where they are. They have no clue where these children are. Biden... If you don't know this, change the uh, the policy of taking blood from the children when they get here to do a DNA test. They previously used to hand those people, uh, hand the kids over to family members on this side or wanted fo- uh, foster parents or people that were registered to come get them. People have quit their jobs and stood in protest because they were being forced to hand these kids off to people that they didn't understand why they were giving these children to these folks. And now they don't know where they are. And is that a problem for this administration? No, it's not. Is it talked about? No, it's not. And you, and this this is how racist they are. When they were asked about how the Jew, uh, how the the Jews that were in the United States facing anti-Semitism on a daily basis, with these damn anti-Semite gang rallies that are going down the streets of New York, L.A., and everywhere else, and, and on the college campuses across the country. And 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 uh, Kareem Jean Pierre's answer was, "Well, Islamophobia. You know, <laughs> I can't with these people anymore. It's it's, I'm done. I'm done. I'm past my line. I'm I'm beyond angry. I, I'm beyond upset. I'm beyond the ability to tolerate the bullshit that they continuously tell us." And we got to sit here and play by the rules when they're when they're obviously breaking and they enforce the law against people on one side of the political aisle. We got J6 political prisoners. Enrique from the Proud Boys is doing 22 years because he wouldn't say a damn bad word about Trump. That's the real reason. That's the real reason. He wasn't even in D.C. But who you know who was Ray Epps or to use my buddy Ivan Raikland's term, Christopher Ray Epps. He was there. He was encouraging people to break in. He was encouraging force to be used to go into the Capitol. Everyone heard him. You saw him whisper in that guy's ear and he started tearing down the fence. Well, we had a a guest on the podcast, on on our other podcast, Skin in the Game the other day, uh, Alicia Powell, who dropped a bombshell of a piece of news on us that we had no clue about at the time. But did you know that Christopher Ray Epps, Ivan's word, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to quote you without giving you credit, Ivan. And and get well soon, brother. I saw you broke your leg. Um, But, yeah, I mean, this guy was... uh, (laughs) It's very hard to even think someone would ever do this. These people are despicable, but this is how the FBI gets their claws into people. Christopher Ray Epps, or Ray Epps, 
had allegations of him raping his own daughter. Now, you wonder why the FBI could take an Oath Keeper and tell, turn around and tell them to do something or else. You know, I'm just, I'm just laying out a hypothetical. I don't know that's the way it went. But come on, people. Every one of us saw this man do everything in his power to cause the chaos that occurred that day outside, wherever he was. If you look at anywhere, any of the disturbances were going on and all the all the rhetoric, all the all the the, the, the gates being pushed down and all that sort of thing, you're going to find this man there. That's who was there. Ray Epps. He was there. One year of probation. Indicted on what? On a misdemeanor. Meanwhile, we have people that were there that never went in the building. They just happened to be there that day, like so many others. And now for five years, they're going to be hunted down, looked for by the federal government. Who's going to do what? Arrest somebody for uh, 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 practicing their First Amendment rights? Are you kidding me? These people are still being held in pretrial detention, deprived of their, their, their civil rights, deprived of use of the phone, deprived of mail in some cases. This is ridiculous, people. It's ridiculous. But they're bragging about it. Biden was on stage the other day bragging about the fact that collectively the people that have been sentenced have been sentenced to over 800 years. That He was laughing about it, having a great time about it. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Stephen Colbert's crew, his, his his people that worked on his set, they were in the Capitol. Did they get arrested? Yes, but guess what happened? They immediately were released. No charges filed. Why? Because they're on the political left. All of those men standing around uh, uh, Ashley Babbitt that day when that coward Michael Byrd took her life from her, every one of those people were Antifa. Everyone. Everyone saw the Epic Times report. If you haven't, please go watch it. There is so much there. There's so many jewels and nuggets of wisdom in that Epic, uh, in that uh, Epoch Times uh, uh, January 6th investigation and they just released the timeline but I'm talking about the one where they actually had the Asian reporter that was inside filming and you see the Antifa members walk up to the police officers, threaten them, take sticks and start breaking the window out, take helmets, start breaking the window out changing out of their MAGA gear and that sort of thing and we know they were Antifa because they went on to do their own shows they went on to do their own podcasts they went on to do CNN interviews where they were constantly tearing down the character of Ashley Babbitt while the just the, the communists on the Communist News Network were never once said one bad word about those Antifa members who were standing right next to her. <laughs> Listen, if you're waiting for the revolution to begin, you're late. It's here. It's now. And what you're seeing right now with Greg Abbott and the federal government are the front lines of that. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing a man who says, my state, my state, my ability to protect the people of my state and uphold the laws of my state will not be infringed on by the federal government. I don't give a damn how many court orders you send in here. And you know what? I applaud him and we should all applaud him. Every damn one of us should applaud what he applaud what he's doing. And if... <laughs> If you don't understand that this may be one of those kind of fights where is if he doesn't win or if he gives up, 
that sets the precedent for every person that ever has to go up against the federal government in this scenario ever again. It's it's not going to look good for them. So we need to encourage this man. We need to let him know. You know, tag him in this po- tag him in this live. We need to let him know that the American people stand behind him. It's not just Texas. It may be just Texas right now, but it's not. It's not just Texas. It's America. It's 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 one guy standing out there having the guts and the balls to stand up to the federal government and do what's right. No matter what kind of threat they throw at him. You know, I um I get I get a little angry, I get a little passionate about these things, like most people do. And and I and I look back at the last few years. And I really don't understand based on the people that I grew up around, based on the veterans, the Vietnam War veterans, the World War II veterans, the Korean War veterans, that I had the opportunity and the privilege to have shared conversations with my grandfather, older uncles, people that actually had what they call skin in the game. And they said... America will never be taken over. Like, we are the biggest bullies on the block. Americans are brave. This will never happen. That will never happen. Well, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's all happening. And the only barrier between them successfully taking over our country, the only barrier between the Democrats' permanent seat of power by importing voters, by uh, by pushing uh, the replacement of the people in America, because the replacement theory thing is real, folks. It's real. It is very real. Where's the boiling point? When's it going to happen? When have we had enough? When is the line crossed? When are Americans going to start doing the American thing. You know, and, and and you feel it as well as I do, and you know it as well as I do. If there were enough of us that got together speaking exactly how I'm speaking right now, which is the, and, and I've said nothing illegal. I've said nothing wrong. I said nothing but essentially that the Americans in this country need to stand by their constitution regardless of the evil entities on the other side or whatever authority they they claim to wield because an unconstitutional order is just that and you don't have to follow it that simple it, it, it we're gonna have at some point in this country hopefully a a a reimagining of the nuremberg trials and and i hope i hope that I get to see this. I hope that I get to see uh, people like Biden. I hope that I get to see people like Fauci. I hope I get to see Adam Schiff, Chuck Schumer, Nancy uh, Pelosi. I hope I get to see AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, all of these people, Cory Booker, Hakeem Jeffries. I hope I get to see every one of these traitors. And I'm not saying that figuratively, people. Please, it's not a figurative thing. I'm telling you, 
especially those squad members. They're members of the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America. They're members. They go to they go have Hamas rallies where they go and they cheer on literally cheer on terrorists and they hold political office. Where's the line? When are you going to understand that it's already crossed? The news, what they're doing is playing down. The, they're playing it down. They're dumbing down the rhetoric to make you think this is the same as, as it's always been. It's it's not any worse than it's ever been. It, 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 it The same thing. It's going to be okay. There's going to be the right. There's going to be the left. It's the same thing that's always happened. It's not. It's not. That's not what's happening right now, people. The sky is falling. The worst is happening. Your country is being invaded. Your your president is compromised. The people under him right now are importing God knows how many other terrorists from how many other countries right now for what? They don't even know who's here. But you have them on video making threats to American people as they cross the border. You've had people from other countries come to our border and put their flag up. They don't respect us. Why would they respect us when we pin four stars on a man's arm and call him the first woman admiral? Why would they respect us when our troops are doing commercials in drag? Why? Why? Why would why would Iran be afraid of us? <laughs> we got Caitlyn Jenner on the front lines. You think that's going to scare them? No. They realize they have their puppet in office. And you're right. Uh Boiling point, he says, uh, it's all coming to an open. It is, it's, it's all coming to an open. And, and if you're, if you're available right now, I'll send you the link. Boiling point, text me and let me know, and I'll, I'll bring you up. But uh, if, if people don't realize that, unlike any other time in history, this is not the same. It is not the same. It is much different. This is real. There is. Something on the horizon. I don't know what it is. I don't know, uh, you know, what that battle looks like. I don't know if it's people in the streets. I don't know that it's not Donald Trump doing something uh, when he gets in or if they let him get in. Keep in mind, people, they've done their their absolute worst to try to keep Donald Trump from obtaining office. And the closer he gets, the more scared they become. Do you think all those people said, we're leaving the country if he gets elected? They're not leaving. They're trying to escape indictments. That's what they're doing. They're trying to escape indictments. And that, and, 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 and then they're going to try to bill it a different way. You know why? Because they were on Epstein's Island. All those people who said that were on Epstein's Island. Every damn one of them. And... <laughs> If if um, if you doubt me, let's take a look at some of their names. Let's just take a look at some of their names. And uh, so I'm, I'm pulling them up right now, guys. So we're looking at Chelsea Handler. Let's talk about her for a second. Chelsea. Chelsea had dinner with Epstein while he was fighting the charges when he came home from jail. She went to dinner with him. Oh, she's moral. She's she's absolutely one of the most moral people there is who has every right to stand up and talk bad about Trump. Meanwhile, she's having dinner with a kitty diddler. Um, Tom Hanks, uh, uh, Cher. Um, <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. Uh, let's see here. Who else? Believe it or not, Bruce Springsteen. 
Uh, I used to have a ton of respect for this guy. The old born in the USA. Well, now he's woke. Now he's woke. And I, I just, you know, it, it was so wild for me. I, I've been on this road for a long time trying to figure out who's who and who actually deserves the respect um, in the political realm. Who's actually out there doing the job. Who's actually out there, um, you know, fighting for what's right? Who? who? So, I mean, if you do a little digging and you look, um, I'm trying to excuse, yeah, excuse me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring up uh, a buddy over here from the boiling point. And uh, have him come on as well. So if you just give me a second while I'm doing this because uh, there it is. There it is. Okay, it's coming your way now, brother. So, yeah, I'd love to get his perspective on this. Um, great guy. Really intelligent. And, and, he's, and, and I would love to hear what he's got to say about this. But I was very disappointed yesterday when they started showing the pictures of the gates opening saying that the... Um, that, that the border patrol was going to go in and tear down the, uh, the the barbed wire. But then I found out, hell no, they just put up more. They just put up more. And then I saw a video. Believe it or not, there's a video out there. And uh, we'll get them on here. I'll Actually, I'll try to uh, uh, find the video. Uh, hold on here just a second. I'm going to bring you up, brother. There he is. What is going on, man? It's craziness out there. It's bedlam. It is bedlam. And and here's the thing. We saw yesterday where they tried to get him to give up. They tried to say, give in, uh, 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 you know, stop, you know. They, they, they tried to send the border guard in. The video was the, the gates opening. They were marching in. They were saying they were cutting down the, uh, the, the razor wire. Well, in fact... When I got up, because I went to bed completely defeated yesterday behind it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I can't believe he gave in. And then I get up this morning to find out he was just putting up more. He's just putting up more. And he's standing his ground. This is, and I tell people, all, this is the beginning. I, I did an interview uh, sometime back with with, a, with an FBI whistleblower who uh, fled the country. And there's a whole story behind it. Can't come back. Right. Um. But he said to me, he said that what you're going to start seeing is you're going to start seeing governors of states start standing up against the federal government and basically having to take the initiative for their state independent of the whole because the federal government is waging wars on states' rights. And that's what we're looking at. And what we're seeing in, in Governor Abbott right now is exactly that, is a man standing his ground. And if we polled America... Each American right now, what do you think the percentages would be for people that would stand with him or against him? Well, I think we're I think we're going to start seeing federal agents actually thrown in jail, and then I think that oh, the know, state it, level being arrested by the state of Texas, yeah, the being Ooh, arrested by the state. That, I think that's actually the right outcome. Uh, you know, I, I've listened to uh, and I've been part of conversations for the last week or so where we've talked about the fact that, you know, like Border Patrol, the 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 ICE agents, all that they're actively engaging in human smuggling. 
they're trafficking children. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, this is a big issue. Even even um, um, James O'Keefe blew the lid off the fact that people in our own government are actively trafficking children. Yeah. Like, like for sex trafficking, slave trafficking, yeah. all of it. Like there's there's no th these these kids aren't going to families or anything else. They're they're going to nefarious garbage that the, and you know the reason why they're doing that i don't know if you know the causation of that so when under the trump era policies there was obviously remain in mexico and you had to apply for asylum the right, right, right way right. to a port of entry and that sort of thing but when biden got the helm there were a lot of people that worked in that regard that dealt with the unaccompanied minors social worker types that was their role in in the right. administration for the border patrol and uh, they stepped down and the the spokesperson for those who stepped down essentially came out and did an interview and said this. The reason why is because the Biden administration changed the policy of taking DNA from the children when they get here to match it with family members who come and get them on this side or to uh, foster parents who have applied aptly and uh, have the right to come and right, take right. in unaccompanied minors. The Biden policies got rid of that. There, that doesn't exist anymore. So what they were unwilling to do was hand over unaccompanied minors to strangers. You want a kid here? Here's a kid. Here's a kid. You know, this is this is right. nuts. These are really evil people. Right. And and here's the thing is, is that, you know, um, and we were talking about this earlier that, you know, there's a lot of people that try to use the excuse that, oh, well, I was just following orders or I didn't realize it was this nefarious. You know, I didn't realize this much actual you know crimes against humanity were happening on our watch but the fact of the matter is is now now no one can say that they don't know no one can say that you know that they were somehow surprised by all of this it's it's just too far ingrained into you know the national conversation and i will say to, to everybody watching this we cannot sit back and wait for a hero we have to be the hero it's up to us you know we want to get trump back in office and that's important we need well, we need to get there first yeah he's the key to it but you know what trump is not our hero trump is just our leader we all have to put our voices in we have to put our backs in and somebody really wise that that i have a lot of respect for said recently that the silent majority can no longer afford to be silent and, and that's the facts. It's the truth. And, and we have to, we all have to accept that, you know, this idea of keeping your head down and being quiet is, is not acceptable anymore because we're At now all. with all of this starting. And I want everybody to recognize this. And you tell me if you disagree with me, we're at a fork in the road. If we stay silent and we don't do anything, then these global trash bags that are pushing all of this are going to win. They're going to get their way. If we push back and we make our politicians afraid of us, and we mm -hmm. make our politicians actually act on our behalf, if mm -hmm. we cheer on the politicians who are acting on our behalf, the few that there are, if we cheer, if we scream, if we keep our voices in the game, if we let everybody know that we are one giant-ass majority team and not just a few people out front, then then we're going to affect change. And that's when we can start taking control of this nation again. You're, you're hundred percent, right? You're 100% right. But here's the thing, no matter what happens, we still have well over 22 million people, undocumented people in our country. 
we still need to get them out regardless of any that's the whole that's the other issue on the other side of this thing it's not just protecting our country and actually protecting our border so we have a country it's how the hell do we get these people that are here already illegally here i'm sure uh, having 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 tons of anchor babies they have seven eight year uh from now court dates which they're not going to show up for and by yeah. that time the left will say well they've been here for eight years and they have they had ties in the community so you can't just you can't just send them back home i don't care i don't care about their ties in their community they can come visit and then go back home it's not like you're you can you're never going to come back if you're if you're an upright citizen who's doing what you're supposed to do for your family you're going to go to work if you go to work, you're going to make money. You're going to be able to pay your rent. Right. You're going to be able to come visit mom, dad, whoever, cousin, aunt, uncle in America. It's a free country. You can fly in and see people. You just have to fly back yep. and you're done. So it's not like we're saying we're separating them. I got people that live in Baltimore that I absolutely love the death out of. I'm in Nevada. Or, or, am I am I barred from ever seeing them again? No. I got people that I love that are that are in Mexico, literally in Mexico. And right. I, I don't feel that way. The reason why is because I'm not making excuses for myself to be able to infringe on the rights so arrogantly of, of, of other peoples, of other countries. Uh, it'd be, imagine this, and I'm sure you've asked yourself this question, but how arrogant would it be for you to show up to another country being American and expect people to feed, clothe, house you? And right to have to speak your language. And if they don't speak your language, you get mad at them. I mean, now how arrogant let, is that? No, no, no. Let, let's go a step further. Let's let's follow your line of thinking because let's look at it in reverse. Say you and I decide, you know what, we've had enough of this. We're gonna swim across the border and we're gonna take our butts down to Mexico. Yeah, when you do that, that's an automatic 10 years in prison. There's oh, no yeah. court date. That's an automatic. Do you remember the, the Marine that was chained to the to the yeah. to the jail cell, chained to the bench? And they said that if no one brought him food, he wouldn't eat. Right. So literally, people had to bring him food to yeah. the jail, or the Mexicans wouldn't feed him. Right. That's the way their jail works. They you if you think There's, we have bad immigration laws here. Yeah. We don't. Obviously, we don't even have There's immigration. There's no other country anymore. in the world that allows or tolerates what we're tolerating. And, and here's the reality. Go ahead. We're, we're a nation built on justice, built on law, built on fair values. Mm-hmm. The, the entirety of the Constitution was designed to enforce the government protecting our rights, not any other way around. And right. and here's the thing about it. Freedom, even, even in the eyes of God, if you read the gospel, if you really pay attention to live in a free society, we have to have a certain set of principles. We also That's have right. to understand that your freedom only goes as far as the limits of my freedom. When you do something that takes away my freedom, then you are no longer exercising your freedom. You are exactly. now exercising tyranny. Bringing these illegal people in and spending our money, spending our resources, everything that we need to live is infringing on our freedom, infringing on everything that the government was designated to protect for us. And, and then it doesn't stop there. It What about the 15, 16-year-old little girl 
in a locker room at school that's forced to shower next to a biological male because no. he thinks he's a girl on Wednesday. That's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous, but they are expecting us. What they're doing is they're trying to condition us. And what they're doing is they're taking the temperature of the country and they're trying to see how much they can get away with. And then when we get super pissed off and this you cross the line and there's no going back and we've just had it and we just come out full force, then they're going to say, look at these guys. They're Nazis. They're, they're trying to take away the freedoms and they're going to. And then that's the story they're going to tell. That's this what is, it's exactly what happened on J6. This <laughs> is actually hold on. No, this is actually more nefarious than that. And, and here's the thing about it. This isn't what, what I'm telling you is not supposition. It's not speculation. It's not theory. And in, in, in the slightest bit, because they've told us that this is what they're going to do. They, they have bragged to us that they're going to depopulate the entire planet by 90%. They're going to control everything. They're going to destabilize us. They're going to do. understand that when you go back, and, and this is one of the easiest ways to check out what I'm saying. Go look at the list of the corporations that participated in the Holocaust. You know, participated with Nazi Germany. Use slave labor from the concentration camps. Go look at that list of corporations and then now go back and look at the same names behind those corporations as well as those corporations that are participating in the World Economic Forum right now. The significance of that is, is that these are the same people who made Hitler possible. These are the same people who made Mussolini possible. These are the same people that made Mao possible. All of this idea of socialism around the world and throughout history has always brought forth all of these tyrants that we know so well in our history. And here's the thing about it. This playbook has been used every single one of those times. During the fall of the Weimar Republic in Germany, they used gender identity as a social destabilization argument. Sure they used race. They used classism. They used economics. Every cultural extreme that they could pit one side against the other, they have used this playbook. And it's called the Hegelian dialectic. The Hegelian dialectical theory, which means that they create a whole bunch of problems and then propose themselves as the solution to the problem that they created. And it's it's throughout history, the same scenario has played out. This is not new. It's just new to everybody who didn't bother to get educated about it. Well, the other thing is, too, is they, they don't educate you about it. The things that they're teaching our kids in school right now are essentially oh, to go yeah. out and be worker bees. They're not teaching them how to how to be carpenters, how to work right. with wood, how to weld. How to, they don't even teach them how to balance checkbooks. They don't they don't teach them any anything as far. Only thing that they teach them how to do is be subservient, good little worker bees, and leave right. college and I mean leave school and go to college and get indoctrinated so you can become smart as a dumb mf'er because that's what happens because you go to school a perfectly normal kid and and you come out Che Guevara. I mean it's ridiculous. And, look, right. and let's take a look at some of some of the people that we know are teaching our our kids in school, right? Um, let's let's forget all of these anti semites that run the Poison Ivy colleges right now. Let's not even talk about those. Let's go to Obama's buddy, William Ayers, Teresa Dorn, and the likes. Right? Here's a guy right. who bombed the Pentagon. He literally bombed the Pentagon. Yeah, he killed two. His and organization the, and Obama responsible. pardoned him. 
Yeah. And, and, and two, two police officers as well. This guy teaches college in New York. He wrote Obama's book. He was the ghostwriter for Dreams from My Father. He started him in his political career. Let's talk about who yep. else was his was his uh, his uh, uh, mentor. Franklin Marshall Davis, the man wrote the American Communist, right? Yeah. So he, he's got no shortage of people. Jeremiah Wright, come on. He he met with Louis Farrakhan, called him. He, he gave him Man of the Year award. Then he went over and he spoke to Gaddafi illegally, illegally. He could he weren't right. even supposed to do it, and he did it illegally. And then let's let's not forget his boyfriend. Larry Sinclair is his crack smoking buddy that came out on Tucker Carlson and outed him. Yeah. Not and, and, and it didn't happen just once, twice. He had a thing for picking up people in limousines and going back to their hotel rooms. And many people, including Tucker Carlson and other investigative reporters who we've done shows with, said, we know for a fact that Secret Service agents have told us during his tenure in the White House, they were sne- sneaking young men into the White House. Yeah. Come on, people. Well, I, I suspect that's what one happened thing, to their One chef. thing is, is, a, is a coincidence. Five things is a pattern. You know yeah. these people are evil. They're evil. And now that's they're different. talking about putting Michael Obama up to run for president. <laughs> and, yes, and yes, if anybody's offended, I am going to say Michael Obama because Michael has a penis. Well, let me let me put it this way. If you want to disprove that, if anyone cares to disprove it, please show me a picture. And I'm and I'll, I'm going to look at the metadata. I'm no dummy. You're not going to fool me with it with a doctored photo. <laughs> You're not going to yeah. do it. You can create it on AI all you want. We can tell. Show me a yeah. picture of her pregnant. And and not only that, take a look at the Obama's friends. There's two people that were close to them that kind of traveled with them everywhere and went everywhere with them while they were in the White House. Yeah. Their kids look and like look at their kids. and look at their daughters. Yes. Look at their daughters and look at those people. Those are their right. children. If I had to guess, they're their children. They look wow. identical to them. Here's the other argument, and it's really the easiest one. Anybody go find the video from the Ellen DeGeneres show. Go find the video of <laughs> Michael Obama getting off of getting off of the, the stairs on on the airport in that Hello. white truck. He reaches Hello. down and grabs his hang down and adjusts <laughs> it right in front of everybody. Yeah, and the buddy. floppy flop has already been seen over and over again. It's not yeah. hidden. It's, we all know it. And and here's the thing. Even if you're a leftist, even if you 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 want to cheer for Biden, Obama, and every other you know pedophile and sexual degenerate out there. I would think that these people would be a little bit upset that they were lied to this entire time. No, people are so agenda driven. They really don't give a damn. All they care about is the ends justifying the means. This is what they've done to the left as far as it goes with Donald Trump. Right. So literally Donald Trump, they've they've demonized him so much. They've 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 told so many lies and attacked him so much that they have one portion, a segment of our country feeling like. Anything they can do, legally or illegally, yeah. doesn't matter, to stop Any him from becoming president because they've yeah. painted him as some sort of Nazi. So they think even if it's wrong or illegal, that it doesn't matter because they're doing it in the name of good and right, right and righteousness. And it's and, not. And they don't consider that they're following step by step exactly what the Nazis did. But here's the fun thing about this. Right too, out of Karl Marx's handbook. I want to point this out because... 
when you look at Mao, when you look at Mussolini, when you look at Hitler, you I mean, you can go right down the list of all the tyrants of history. Mm-hmm. It's always Bush, these, let's not forget George Bush's uh, great grandfather or grandfather, right. rather. But here's Alistair the thing, Crowley. It's always socialism that opens the door. All these little, you know, yeah. kumbaya, we're going to hold hands because our socialism is somehow different than everybody else's <laughs> socialism. Isn't but it always the turns truth? out the same. It always comes out the same. And here's the thing. is Starvation, death. Right. It has always opened the door for these tyrants. And here's here's the worst part about it is, is if these guys would learn the lesson, if they would pay attention, every single one of these authoritarian collectivism tyrants, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you call it fascism, communism, whatever. It always amounts to the same exact thing. And it's always this. Once the tyrants have the absolute control, what do they do? What's the first thing they always do? They go back and they kill the useful idiots. They kill the people, the little socialists who were disloyal to their own communities. They killed them first because even the tyrants recognize that they have no use for disloyalty. They have no use for people who don't know how to be loyal. Just like Let's Hitler. Just go there though. Go yeah. go to the go to the Muslims as well. The Muslims. Yep. Have you seen the? Have you seen the 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 uh, um, that interview with Dinesh D'Souza? And, and that man who was formerly a, a radical Islamist, he told us, like, right, like right, we don't yeah. identify with the left. We don't, we don't, but they'll tell you, hey, your body, your choice, go kill that baby. Go do, that. go do that. Go do that. Go do that. And the reason why is because they want you to kill yourselves. Yep. They don't care. And then you Just have I, the LGBTQ community out there, p- queers for Palestine. You're an idiot for Palestine, yeah. is what you and are. You're thing. a damn that's idiot. All these Antifa tards, all the LGBTQ, LMNOPQRSTD, whatever. Now they, got trans, now they got trans Tifa. Have you seen them? They have pink hoodies. Right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Throughout history, throughout history, every single time that this scenario has played out, they have taken those people and killed them. You know, Hitler Absolutely. put a lot of people in the camps. He put a lot, of, a lot more than just Jews in the concentration camps. Anybody wants to go look that up. We'll find that that oh, yeah. was a lot more um, atrocious. There, there, there were, there were, uh, there were a ton of people in the concentration camps that were not Jewish, right? Um, but here's the thing about it. Here's the there, thing there about were it. some other organizations in there working with them to uh, some religious organizations that happen to have right. their own country. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. All of the brown shirts, which is the equivalent to the Antifa that we have. Yeah, exactly right. All of the gender identity douchebag, all the people that they used for useful idiots while they needed them. They didn't, those people weren't good enough to be sent to the concentration camps. There's video after video out there. I used to teach classes on this. I used to teach history at the college level and there's video after video after video. You can look up the night of the long knives where they went and gathered all these people up and lined them along walls and machine gunned them down right there in the streets. They didn't get to go to camps. They didn't get to plead their case or anything else. They were shot no. like dogs in the street. Every but we're laying time. the groundwork for that right now. Right. Obama yes, exactly. Obama created that NDAA, the Patriot Act, Victory Act, Patriot Act 2. Right. What, what is the common thread that runs through all of them? If the state deems you to be a terrorist or a threat right. to the state, they can arrest you secretly, not tell anyone, 
and just put you somewhere. No habeas corpus, no trial, no nothing. They can kill you, and that's the end of it. And now no that they've gotten option. rid of everybody in the military, worth a damn, yep. because they left during the, the during the, the when they were doing the poison mandates. So right. seventy thousand people walked away willingly. Eighty four hundred got dishonorably discharged. What you got right now uh, in the military are people that will not ask questions, just do what they're told blindly, and this sort of thing. You got Millies and Lloyd Austins, and nobody with no real cojones, period. Right. And as a result, what, what are you going to get in a military tribunal? You're going to get the same thing. You're going to get an echo chamber of what's being espoused right now right. by the Biden administration and the left. So you stand no chance. And when they bring in all of these people from uh, across the world who are evidently going to vote for them, and not only they're going to vote, they're going to be police officers. They're going to hold guns. Uh, they're they're right. they're they're going to be given jobs that Americans should have. Let me tell you, and I'm going to say this on here live, and you can play it back, record it, write it down, send it to a friend. I will not take an order from a police officer who is not a legal citizen. Do what you will with that. I won't do it. I refuse to comply. And and that and everybody in this country should feel and say the same damn thing. Well, I think that we're coming to the time that we have to start getting engaged. We have to start getting loud. You know, a lot of people talk about, well, you know, if this happens, then I'm going to do this. And if that happens, then I'm going to do that. But the reality is, is that you can't really plan for anything, you know, specific. All you can do is get engaged, pay attention, be educated. Remember that information is ammunition. Always, always fire it loud. Share everything that you can. Always, always seek the truth. Always question everything. Always think for yourself. Don't, don't take my word for it. Don't take his word for it. Don't take anybody's word for it. Check, double check, triple check. Every time you come up with a thesis or an idea, always come up with your antithesis or the challenge to your idea. Always, always distrust your own thoughts. Never believe your own thoughts. Go check them. If we do all of this, we'll find our way through. If mm -hmm. we follow, if we follow the words of our creator, if we follow the basic instruction manual, what do they call it? Basic instructions before basic leaving instruction earth. Before leaving earth. Yeah. Right. If we follow that book, it gives us the pathway. It gives us an absolute perfect recipe for how to deal with all of it. And that's the one thing. If you if you look at the gospel, Jesus comes back and, and calls us to think for ourselves, to have discernment, not to follow him because we are blind to our faith, but because our faith has opened our eyes because we know the truth and it has set us free. Let's talk about that for a second, just mm -hmm. that part right there. Okay. There are a lot of America. There's a lot of people in this country that identify as Christians, right? It's a huge number. It's like 80 plus right. percent. Right? So I, I appeal to those people right now, to those people who say that you're a Christian. And I want you to take the example from those people in the Bible. I want you to take the example of John the Baptist who called the king out on his sin to his face in front of everyone. Do Christians today do that? No. If you go to a church and they're preaching a false gospel, like the, the United Methodist Church or the Lutheran right. Church who are ordaining gay people in their church, you and you out. say nothing, and you say nothing, you're complicit. I went in and called them out. 
I went into the church. I went in and I talked to the parishioners. I talked to the people at the front. The pastor ducked me and wouldn't come out. But I have I have all types of correspondence with their leadership as well, calling them out. It's fake and it's a false gospel. It's not their house. It's God's house. So if you want to take a page, it's a sin of omission. If if you if you see these things happening in your community in your society in your school in your church and it doesn't matter if you are a christian you have a mandate to say something christians can't be quiet that's that false form of american christianity why do you think that the disciples got dipped in tar stoned to death set on fire crucified upside down you name it they went through it why because they were activists they were out there. They didn't listen to their political authority at, of the day. They continued to preach their gospel. They continued not to just preach it, but they continued to live it out. That means they went out and stood against the people that were out there doing uh, right. whatever they were doing. Sin in any way, shape, or form, they were there to call it out. Now, if you do that, you know what people will say, and I know I've been to churches who say it. Oh, no, you're dividing the body of Christ. Well, I'm sorry. If you're teaching that to those people— uh, if you're a pastor and you're teaching some false form of theology to your parishioners, I have every right to stand up in the middle of your church, interrupt your service, and correct you, because it's God's house, and it's the My same thing about this was country. To me, by God, that's the same thing about this country, and that's the same thing that right. that I believe Greg Abbott, Greg Abbott, right now should be doing to the federal government. This is me following the the the, the necessities or or. It basically planning for and defending the people who put me in a position to do what I'm doing right now, who gave me the authority to defend them. And I'm not going to relent to you because what you're saying to me is not constitutional. It's not right. Right. And as a result, I'm going to stand on this hill and I'm going to die on this hill. We have to be willing to lose the battle in order to win the war, which means sometimes we're going to be put in a situation where we may get in trouble. We may lose a job. We may lose something, but we, the we're sacrifice gonna, has to be made. It's unfortunate, look, but it does. Look at the Peloponnesian war. The, the Phoenicians were willing to be completely demolished rather than to give up their principle. And, and that's the step we have to take. Mm-hmm. Here's here here's a couple things that I, I want what, everybody. They jumped to off the the mountain over there. The Maccabees, the ones that the Romans were coming, and thousands of right. people left off the mountain as opposed to being becoming slaves. You know, I, I, I'd rather die in the fight. You're you're I'm 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 mean. We're gonna have to fight. You're gonna have to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. fighting no, to the last they're, breath. They're, yeah, but I understand. Yeah. So here's the thing, and I I want I want to I want to give you two quick points in this. One, let's consider both sides of this this good and evil biblical battle we're facing because that's really what it is. I mean, there's just no two ways about that. Anybody can recognize it. And here's the thing. We have one side of the people in this, in this particular disagreement, whatever you want to call it, confrontation, that are selfish, greedy, they're shallow, they they don't value each other. They don't value life. They're selfish. They don't even value their own lives. These are people that hate themselves so much that they want to punish you for it. And let's let's recognize that for what it is. And here's the thing: is is 
their anger, their rage is from within themselves and about themselves and nothing more. Now, on the flip side of the coin, we have the the what is now the uh, I'm hoping not more any more silent majority. We have people who love. We have people who care about the ideas that are bigger than themselves. They care about the posterity that they leave behind, what they leave for their generations behind them. People that love their family. We have people that will walk into certain death to defend that which they love. And that is the distinction. We have the power in this. Should we stand up? That's all we have to do is use the power of love. You lose. You know, when they say, that there's no fear in faith. That's what we're talking about. Because when you love bigger than yourself, when you put your family before yourself, and I'll give you a great example. There was a guy in in South Carolina. This just happened a few years ago. It's a true story. It was in the news. You guys might've all heard about it. There was a guy who took his family to the beach in South Carolina, right? And his son was out. I, I think he was surfing on a surfboard or whatever, but they're out playing in the beach, having a family day. And a bull shark bites his kid's arm off. Completely off. Bites the whole arm off. Dad did not even think twice. He waded into the water, snatched that shark up in a bear hug, drug it up onto the beach and saved that boy's arm. They were actually able to sew it back on. Yeah, how's that for crazy? But that's what love will do. You're going to walk And it makes you strong, too. Yeah. There have been people that lifted cars off of people that could never right. do it in any other circumstance. And, now, and that's because of that selflessness. That's that, right. that, that, that drive to want to make sure that you're protecting your own because you love it. And that's the way Americans should feel about their country. And the people who don't feel that way, just because they live here, it's not their country. They don't matter. And I said that too. Oh. They don't matter because if it was up to them, they would destroy everything you love and you need to see them that way. That over, right. that over, that over empathizing, that over sympathizing to your own detriment. You got to stop that. You got to so stop. That. I got, I got, I got one more thing that I want to add on the back of this. And I, and I yes, think sir. it's important because, you know, like you said, we have a large number of people in this country who, who identify as Christians, identify as believers. They understand that, that Jesus Christ died on the cross to save us, to give us a connection back to God. And I'll gladly tell anybody about that and why that was necessary if you want to know. But here's the thing about it. We also have a large number of people who aren't sure where they stand or they they generally refer to themselves as atheists. They don't believe in anything or they don't want to or, or whatever the case may be. So let's talk about that for a minute. Because if we take, we take this book right here, we take the good book, the Bible, the Word of God, all right, so let's let's set God aside for a minute. Let's set Jesus aside for a minute. Let's set the Holy Spirit aside for just a minute, all right? So let's take, you know, life after death, the, the worship, the spirituality. We'll, we'll take all of that, and we'll set that over there with, with these three for a little bit, and, and we'll just set that aside. We'll not pay attention to that part for a minute. If you ignore all of that, and you just look at the basic wisdom in this book, the basic recipe for how to have a prosperous and free society. This is the only, this is the only guidebook in the entire world that does it. And on top of it, for those of you that don't know, because everybody tells a story, the Bible, the word of God is the 
rock and the foundation on which this country was built. It is the rock and the foundation upon what our Constitution was written. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe me, go look up the journals of all of our founding fathers. They will tell you the same. The very principles that we get in this book is the same principles that we apply to the Constitution. So if you want to be a better American, if you want to live that American dream, if you want to be part of that lighthouse that holds up the beacon of freedom and prosperity and the moral compass to the rest of the world, you're going to find all of it right here. And I'll tell you right now, for some of you, you you atheists, you're not sure what to believe. Let me help you out. Open this book up. Almost perfect dead center of this book is the book of Proverbs. And when you read the book of Proverbs, it doesn't talk about spirituality. It doesn't talk about worship or anything else. Life out there it doesn't talk about any of that stuff. It literally reads like the wisdoms of Confucius. It's almost the same thing. It's just a book of wisdom. And if you pay attention to that wisdom, that basic understanding of how to deal with the human condition, how to deal with our fallibilities and our weaknesses as much as we deal with our strengths and the things that make us great, Mm -hmm. then we have the future. We have everything that we need because this is the agreement. This is the covenant. This is the deal that we made with our father for the greatness of this nation. And it's that greatness that we have to get back to. It's that principle we have to get back to. You're, you're, you're a thousand percent right. And here's the thing. And I tell people this all the time. I will never force you to think, feel, and believe what I believe. I would never force anyone to worship Christ. I would never do that because I'm a Christ believer. It's just the opposite with these atheists that want to take over our country and push gender identity confusion. They want to get rid of us. They would love to exterminate Christianity from the face of the earth where we are say, if you want to be an atheist, that's you be an atheist. But here's the thing. Even if you don't believe in God, you better thank God that other people do. Right. Because I tell you what, if you, if they didn't, you wouldn't have the freedoms that you have. You wouldn't have the rights that you have. The, the country would never, ever have been at any point as good as it has been up until now. And you got to expect that if you take God out of the equation, all you have are a bunch of men who are tyrannical, evil sons of bitches that are going to force their will on you. They already do it in so many different ways. What's Joe Biden trying to do now? Take uh, gas stoves and water heaters and right. just an overreach of power. Get rid of the internal combustion engine. You know what that does? Gets rid of the UAW workers because all they need is assembly line to put EVs together. Right. They're, they're, it's not necessary. And those same EVs, I had a whistleblower on here the other day who was saying that the cloud infrastructure operated by Aptive um, is actually designed to spy on people who have EVs. And they're taking all of that information, your private data, and teaching it to their AIs in a centralized database. And they just so happen to have a counterpart in China. This is the craziness that's going on right now, and it's all being devised from the top by your government who is trying their best to have you look over here while they're over here doing something in so many different ways. I don't care if you talk about what's going on in the school, what's going on in the government, what's going on in, in the car industry, what's going on in the movie industry. You name it. It all comes back to the same thing, a Marxist agenda that is being perpetrated by evil, uh, evil opposition to this country that is not in this country. They're not. They don't reside here. But the reason why it's it's actually working, why why our media is taking over, 
why why the people in the government are beholden to these uh, foreign actors is because they're compromised. They're compromised. Right. They've taken money. They've been blackmailed. They've been doing business with these people, and their business interests out of this country is so great. They don't want to shoot themselves in the foot. Why would I go after China and start a war with China? They've paid me over $22 million, according to the IRS, talking about the Biden family. Why would yeah, I go right? after Romania? Why would I go after Russia? Hell, the mayor of Moscow's wife gave me $3.5 million. The Chinese oligarch turns around and gives my son uh, uh, an $80,000 gym. Uh, and, and I don't know who the hell bought his paintings, but he must be as good as Picasso because that's literally how much they paid for the paintings. And so... What, what I'm getting at is this, people. Guess the, the place that I would start is realizing that the people in your government are not good guys that have a different opinion about doing something good for you. It used to be, or they made us think it was, that the left and the right wanted the same thing. They had two different ways of achieving the same thing. That is not the case anymore, people. It's not. Right. You look at, look at RFK Jr., who's definitely a Democrat and in a lot of ways a socialist. He's not radical enough for this, his party. That's how bad they've gotten. Right now, I just looked at the headlines on Fox just while we were here. Dems are calling on Biden to seize control of Texas National Guard as GOP allies back at it. The, 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 the Democrats in office right now are telling yeah. Biden to go in and take over a state. Yes. Come on, people. Enough said. And, they're, they're, and you know what? doing this. One of the greatest ways to stop that is for all of us to get behind Abbott and cheer him on, to let Absolutely. him know that he stands for something. That's something that we have to remember is, is that all of us, all of us, including our leaders, all of these, these, these big names, these great people, they're still people. They're still human beings. They still need to be reminded what they're standing for. They still need to be reminded that, you know what, all of the garbage and the vitriol that they face every day in the political world has to mean something. It has to amount to something. And the greatest way to do that is for us to stand and cheer behind them, for us to come together in one voice and say, E pluribus unum, out of many, one. That's exactly right. And if... If, if if a person feels as though they're on an island and they don't have the support of the people, it is very easy to uh, be diminished or at least feel diminished. I think that Greg Abbott knows exactly what America feels and thinks. And I think he's representing America. Those people in government are representing the tyrants that stand behind them. And that's, oh. and that's the truth. You can, see, you can see the difference. Did you see... Uh, when Nikki Haley, after the election last night, goes back to yes. her base and they're still putting their hands in the faces of the cameras and there's no one there cheering. Uh, Trump walks in, cheers and high fives yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Completely different scene when Haley showed up because they're trying to create the imagery like a movie scene to make yeah. you think that Haley has a chance and a snowball's chance in hell against Trump. They tried to do it with DeSantis. And now DeSantis is trying to recover. That'll never happen. Different topic. Yeah. But here's my yeah. prediction. My prediction is that you are going to see Americans from all over the country start going to Texas and volunteering to stand with Texas. Yeah. And that's, and that's what what's going to happen. That's and, what's going to happen. Here's the thing, though. Think about this, okay? When, when Trump 
and Kid Rock and Tucker Carlson walked into uh, uh, the UFC. Right? Crowd goes crazy. The music's playing. There's intro music. The energy's through the roof. And Absolutely. Trump, Trump, I guarantee you, felt all of that. He felt like a warrior. He felt like the, the people's paladin. You know what I mean? You, you can feel it. The energy was there. We need to do that for all of our representatives. We need to let them know that not only are we behind you, but we are very boisterously and loudly behind you. We're going to cheer you on. We're going to get the marching band going. We're going to hit the drum line. We're going to play the songs. We're going to cheer. We're going to scream. And you know what? We're going to encourage all of our representatives to stand for us, to be the warriors in the arena. You know, this I, is I just wonder, like beast over again. That's what we have to do. We have to cheer them on. And we have to participate, but we also have to hold them accountable as well. We have to mm -hmm. let them know, hey, this is what America expects. You don't get to stop short. You don't get to just do the easy parts. <laughs> no, nope. we, we're going to follow this That's to the right. end. We all That's have right. to be right there. And even with the guys who are standing for us, we still have to be behind them and we still have to be pushing them. Be like, hey, we love you. We're standing for you. We're cheering for you. But you know what? This is what we expect to go with that. So um, I, I just because I, I was I was talking off the cuff when I said that earlier about people flocking to Texas to stand with him. But I did a simple search. Um, right. And I was right. <laughs> people are going to Texas right now. People are literally. Oh, yeah going to texas to stand with with them again oh my god i've actually been wanting to move to texas i i got some things going on here you know i'm, I'm you know trying to take care of my dad and everything else so that's slow yeah we, we were looking at we we're looking at magnolia and, and a few other places we got family down yeah. there i went down there i used to I, I i worked down there when we were designing i worked on the, the design and the build right. of the um of the uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium, uh, we have Vic back for a while. TV there, yeah. We have Alex Jones is down there. Uh, yeah. Well, he, he's not in Austin. He's in Austin. I, I'm sorry, Alex Jones. I'm sorry, Joe Rogan. All of you guys, but I don't consider Austin, Texas anymore. Until we take it back. It's like the San right, Francisco. But that's the thing is, is, they need us to get down there and take it back. We need to get down there and make all them blue voters so damn uncomfortable <laughs> that they can't to move their sorry asses and their sorry voting habits right back to the shithole that they made when they voted their sorry voting habits to begin with. Yeah, see, I, I said this about uh, uh, Gavin Newsom when they re did the recall election. And right. Larry Elder was running against him. I stated that anyone who who voted for Gavin Newsom after two thirds of the mom and pop brick and mortar shut down, never to be opened again behind the mandates, I said whoever voted for this man should be forced to live there for the next ten years because you voted for this. And no, no, not what, what do they do? They they always vote that way, and then they run to another state because they don't like the way their right. states run, and then they do the you same know. thing there. You know, on Twitter, you got the the two. I, I call them the Crassentards because I have zero respect for those two, the Crassenstein brothers, the twin brothers. Who and, is it? They, I'm sorry. I, I don't know who these people are. Well, they're 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 leftist paid influencers, 
and and oh. they have over a million followers each. Oh yeah, it's easy. We have and we have a guy like that called Lakota Man when we do the Skin in the Game podcast. Right, yeah, he's only Native one. American conservative podcast out there, right? So we're trying to get that conservative point of view out there from people that are actually got skin in the game, which is why right. it's called that. And here's so, this guy who's like, yeah, we should we should get rid of guns. Native American, you know, saying that yeah, right. we should give our guns up to the American government. I mean, how dumb does that sound? But he's the voice of supposedly natives. No, no. Let me tell you, we just got a hold of. I don't know if people know about this, but we got a hold of Naga, right? This this is an associate. These are the tribal leaders from all over the country. A great conversation yesterday. An amazing conversation yesterday. They're going to be on skin in the game. And right. because of the same thing we're telling you, 80 plus percent of the people in that community, they want the Redskins. They want the uh, uh, Chief Wahoo from uh, from the Cleveland Indians. They want those things back. Those white liberals right. don't speak for them. It's the same right. thing. Same thing. But here's, here's the thing. Back to like the, the, the two Krasenstein idiots. And, and there's many of you out there. If you're on Twitter, you've seen these 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 people are degenerates. They're actually like out, outwardly pro pedophilia. They're pro giving pornography oh, yeah. to children. Don't say that. It's a minor attracted persons. <laughs> right. But here's I would love to debate someone it. like that. I don't know if anyone's listening, but if you believe that crap, I just send me a send me a a, a, a text or something. We will line right. up that debate. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about this, and this is what infuriates me more than anything else. These two degenerate trash bags for human beings, and I mean that wholeheartedly. They, these, oh my God, these are disgusting people. You should see the stuff they post. It's, it's disgusting. I'm, I'm looking at my. While they're railing against capitalism, while they're railing against all this conservatism and everything else, those two degenerate trash bags live not more than two hours from me, right here in Florida. They have million dollar homes right on the beach. Oh, yeah. Enjoying the, the good life in the greatest state in the union, the most freest and prosperous state in the union, while they sit and cry and complain and suck their thumbs about how evil we are. Because they don't believe what they're saying. What they're doing is they're right. taking the people that are the lowest of the low and encouraging them to uh, so be so chaotic they kill each other. They don't actually yeah. back them. They don't actually believe what they believe. It is a trick because it's the same thing that people on the top of the left do. It's the same thing we just talked about the radical Islamists do and why they identify yeah. so much with the left when they are oh. more conservative than anything we could imagine. They can't even wear bikinis in their country. And Iran, yeah. people were beaten and flogged for singing that Pharrell song called I'm Happy. The religious authority beat them in the square. If you right. think that those people are for transsexuals and homosexual this well, and that, they, the they, they would absolutely kill every damn one yeah. of you. And and think nothing about it, and think they're doing yeah. God's work. Palestine, That's exactly the Palestine. Truth. Literally, there's videos of people in Palestine throwing queers off the roof, off the roof, tied to chairs, and and thrown off the roof. And let's not forget who put them in power, right? Let's let's, let's go there just for a second. Uh, they they destabilized the region by killing Saddam Hussein. I have my right. misgivings about that because I believe. It, he, yeah, by hunting hold, the guy was an evil bastard. He had no weapons of mass destruction, though. Right. The cool thing about the one good caveat about uh, Saddam Hussein was he was a member of the Ba'ath Party. 
So he didn't go in with this religious fanatic stuff. There was no one over right. there with the with, with the with the, the the kamikaze bombs and all that stuff. And he hated Iran. So Iran was kept in check by this guy. Right. And it's it, so when we got rid of him, we destabilized that region and caused a power vacuum. Obama called them rebels, right? Insurgents. And right. then started funding them, giving them money, weapons, and so forth. And then all of a sudden, who who was created? Come on, you know who? Who is the next? Who is the next terror cell over in Iraq in in, in Syria? ISIS, ISIS, yeah. they were funded and created by Obama, who called them rebels. Yeah, and and, and he armed them. This is yeah. this is crazy. When Russia was over there going in to to defeat ISIS, because Obama wouldn't send fighter planes into certain regions because they were rebels. So he tried to differentiate between these people over here being rebels and those people over there being yeah. ISIS. And then next thing you know, and I'm not defending Putin. But he literally was doing the job that Obama would. And let's not forget how good of a buddy Obama was to Putin. You remember the hot mic moment? Remember the hot mic moment between Obama and Putin? He said, no, no, don't worry. When I get in office, I'll be able to take it a little bit easier on you. And everyone heard him say it. But yeah, but Trump was the the guy that was in league with Russia. What a bunch of BS. And don't forget Hillary's uranium deal. Yeah, I've talked to uh, Nate Kane quite a few times. I consider him a, a close personal friend, and I know that story in detail. But did you know this part of the story? Her husband, Bill, former President Bill Clinton, was on the board of a company who was working on hypersonic technologies for jets. He sold that technology. He signed off of it. He was on the board of the company who sold that to uh, sold that to Russia around the same time they sold twenty percent of the uranium, the uranium one right. here, to to Russia. And the next thing you right. know, Russia had hypersonic ballistic missiles. And then who yeah. had them next? China did. And now we were playing catch up and our, our hypersonic missile tests were failing. And then all of a sudden they said, oh, we got it worked out. I don't know that we do because we yeah. were so far behind the game because these two people sold us down the river and gave our right. technology and our weapon uh, and not weapons grade uranium, but you have to enrich it. But Russia has the ability. They gave them yeah. uranium one and then they tried to hide it. They tried to hide it, and Nate Kane, an absolute American hero in my book, risked his life, limb. It, 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 they poisoned him. They they went after his family. They did everything they could to try to stop this man, and then he still, still pushed forward and, and outed her every opportunity that he got. Right. He's still doing it today, and he's running for District 2 Congress in West Virginia. So if you're in West Virginia, vote Nate Kane. You will get a true American patriot. Yes. Amen. So here's here's the thing. I'd, I'd like to touch on this with you because I'm I'm becoming more and more of a nationalist, and in, in the sense there's not nothing this, wrong with that. <laughs> well, well, no, nothing but here's wrong the thing. With that. It's, it's not in the sense of uh, you know what all this political back and forth garbage has been, and it's you know, oh, it's somehow racist or anything else. But I'm, but I'm not, truly you love, you love your country. Yeah, but I'm country, on the mind now. Until we can, until we can get our own stuff right, we need to kick everybody the hell out, and we need to quit. I don't want to give money to anybody. I don't want to support anybody. I don't care. 
I don't it's care illegal. who you are. I don't care how bad your life is. Anything else, you know what? I have my mess to clean up here. You have your mess to clean up there. Figure it out or keep fighting with your brothers and sisters, whatever. But we need to take care of America first. I say we get all of this right. We lock the borders down and we tell everybody, sorry, uh, yeah. no vacancies. We're not open for we business. Need a, Go a moratorium, else. A moratorium yeah. on immigration. And no, no, have no, no, no. Moratorium on everything. As Everything. far as what we don't absolutely need to do business. Are you talking about foreign aid? Like all, all of it. Yes. We, we, we don't need so, to help anybody. Let me, let Go me ahead. give you, let me give you a, a little story to happen um, in Eisenhower's time, right before Eisenhower was in. And I forget the name of the president. Somebody correct me. If you know who it was, I'm going to tell the story. If somebody watching knows who the president was, who did this, please put it in the comments because I know it happened, and I just don't remember what president did it. But essentially, someone came before him with the idea of foreign aid and sending millions of dollars to a foreign country, uh, domestic tax dollars. At the time, it was seen as treason. And he was told, if you do it, you're going to get put in front of a firing squad. So that's the reality of the legality of sending uh, domestic tax dollars yeah. to foreign countries. It's But perception is power. If you believe it's legal... If you believe it's legal, then it's legal because you never question it. So they do whatever they want. That's the reality of it. They do whatever the hell they want because we are not. If, if we really go as far as we should go, if we really sit here and draw that line in the sand and, and, and actually dictate what that means and what the American people should do from this point forward, that's what they're waiting for. Because the moment we say what we should do, what we really should do, and how we really should handle it, they would be right there on the other side of that statement to say, oh, look, seditionist. And, and, and it's not, it's, it's exactly the opposite. But what they're right. doing is they we've allowed lawyers and, and, and fast talkers to come and to be elected to government and misconstrue or conflate constitutional issues so it makes it look like they're doing something right when they're doing something completely illegal. 100% illegal. There is a federal law that prohibits people from crossing our border. It is illegal. Yeah. It is illegal. Amen. And so there is no, tell me how it is that the Supreme Court or any other court would say that Greg Abbott, uh, Greg Abbott has to stop defending his border because what he's doing is illegal by not letting people do something illegal. I mean, just it, it's a conundrum. Why? Because the oh. people in office are frauds. They're fake and they're phony and they need to be they're, thrown out on their asses and replaced. Look, look what they just tried to do to Carrie Lake. They already did it. They already did it. They did it. They did it when, when Katie Hobbs didn't excuse herself from the elections committee. While she was running, while right. while Ben Thomas, who who printed the ballots and owned the and owned Runback Election Services, right. and counted did, the ballots. Did you, see, did you see the the the? Did you hear the recording of uh, them trying to bribe, trying to bribe Carrie Lake? Sure did. That's the thing is, is so many of those other people took the money. So many of those are, because you have to understand. There's more recordings. Things. She just announced it today. She's putting more recordings out. Right. And you have to understand that this, all of this money is coming from Soros and the rest of the globalists. This is coming from 
BlackRock and everybody with the World Economic Forum that's putting all the twists to all these other corporations. This ESG, DEI, that whole, you know, mafia group, that's where this is coming from. All of this that we're facing now are these global elites, these corporates that we didn't elect, that we don't even believe that they have the intelligence. Breaking to tie news. Breaking news. Jeff uh -oh. do it, Jeff do it to resign as as Arizona Republican Party chair after the recording uh, was revealed yep. that he offered Carrie Lake a bribe. Thank God, one piece of scum down, one piece of scum down, right. and a whole lot more to go because this is what we mean by the swamp. This yep. is the difference between the political right and the left. We police our own. We go by the rule of law, what's right, what's constitutional. They go by whose gang are you in? Are you Republican right. or Democrat? Exactly. That's what Who they owns do. You? Exactly. Exactly yeah. right. This, this is really cool. Good thing to see. Um, but I, I am going to be looking for uh, the rest of these uh, recordings because she's saying that she's going to release more. Um, but here, let me give you a backstory of some of the things that I know that took place in Arizona. There was a late, there is a, there is a, and this is going to blow your mind because most people don't know about this. So I'm going to give you an exclusive where I was going to do an entire podcast about it. Uh, but hell with it. I, I'll, I'll lay it out in detail later, but I'm going to tell you. So there is a, a, an investigative firm in Arizona called Thaler and Harris, right? right? Thaler and Harris was hired by mortgage companies and banks to find out why they were losing so much money, why there was so much fraud going on in, in Arizona. Now, he was married to a woman. Um, oh, man. Um, uh, I forget her name. Anyway, yeah. we'll get back to that. So the, the she's married to this woman who is, is involved in, in government, right? She she works for she works for the elections uh, elections board down there. Now, while he is re, he, while he's doing this investigation, he comes to find out that there are many people in government that are taking money from these mortgage companies that seem to form out of nowhere and disappear. And then they can look at the mortgage documents that are all stamped with a, a, a notary public, right? They all have that notary stamp, but that notary stamp was the indication that what they were doing was fraud because that notary stamp had been used previously in other cases where that notary stamp was the proof of the fraud in those other cases. Katie right. Hobbs has over eight houses that were all stamped with that. Katie Hobbs and many of the people on the on, on the house down there all took money in the form of bribes the same way. Now, this, yeah. this is mind-blowing. Now, the lady who came before them with all the receipts and all the documents, is her name was Jacqueline Breger. And right. she stood right there in front of all of them and called them out on all of their uh, dishonest acts and deeds, taking bribes, blackmailing, and bed with the cartel, the whole thing. She sat right there and named people off and not only did she name them off, she named out the amounts that they got. She told them, yeah, this person took that much. They have the receipts. Now, Liz Harris was the uh, congresswoman who invited this woman to speak. All of these uniparty, left-wing, Marxist types that are all in bed over there being bribed by cartel members and the like, all got together, Republican and Democrat alike and voted right. Liz Harris out of office illegally. Because if you remember yeah. the Tennessee three with Jordan Pearson, he had to be reinstated because he didn't break any house rules. Liz right. Harris is still, Liz Harris is still expelled because she, she actually, uh, she actually exposed them 
for being dirty. 100% right. dirty. Now, I'm going to go in all the details. I'm going to show interviews. I'm going to show the documents and the paperwork. I have it all. I have every bit of it. And not nice. only that, an election official, an election official uh, who is a Republican. His name is Ben Toma. He owns Precision Arrow, who owns Runbeck Election Services. They print the ballots and they uh, and they count the ballots, you know, when they can't verify the signatures and that sort of thing. And they these th this company steps in and they're the ones that take care of it from that point forward. So this is this this whole thing is rigged. This whole thing is rigged. Yeah. And we have a whole state government in Arizona that needs to be disbarred and replaced. Right. They and really it all do. It comes down to money. It all comes it down does. to money. All of them, all of them. This is the one true thing about all of this. Look at anybody who has a lot of money that they shouldn't have in our government, whether it's at the state level, the federal level, the county level, it doesn't matter. When you go back and look, you see who's prostituting themselves and who isn't. I'll tell you. I'm a history nerd. I, I, I deep dive on history. I go down the rabbit holes. I want to see who's connected to who and, and, and what. And the one way that I do that, the one way throughout history that is always proven to show the truth is to always follow the money. So I, I'm going to give you a comment. So six cents 13 says they could kill us all and have the population to replace us. Like we were never here. That is replacement theory. You're a hundred percent right. You're a, you're a hundred percent right. And that's why they're doing it. That's exactly why they're doing it. What, what are all these camps going to be used for these? If you remember Jesse Ventura did a show and he tried to walk up to one of the facilities. I believe that one was in Georgia. There were other ones in Texas. They all happen to be along railway lines where they keep hundreds right. of thousands of disposable coffins all across the country for what? For what? What are those camps for? Why do they have playgrounds and houses surrounded by barbed wire and everything? We call them FEMA camps. But damn if they don't look like internment camps. They look exactly yeah. like internment camps. And I'll tell you what they should be used for. I don't know what they're planning to use them for. But that's the perfect place to put these illegal immigrants so we can get everybody right. together orderly and send them back to wherever the hell they're from. Now, that's I will... Go ahead. I, I will tell you, if, if there's any of you out there who happen to be living near one of these camps where they have these these uh, plastic coffins stacked up. Um, I will say that those plastic coffins also make amazing planters. So <laughs> if you wanted to grab a bunch of them, fill them full of potting soil, and start growing a crop out of them, those, that would be fantastic. That's a, a fantastic use for those. So, so because I'm looking, I'm you're looking. not going to find my corpse in one of those. Look at this statement made by uh, Six Cents Thirteen. Uh, he didn't explain it, but I, I'm sure he's done his research. I, I want to talk about this. So, the day it went from patriotic to profitable, uh, we lost America twelve twenty three nineteen. Now, I know uh, the so the when they we enacted Social Security in thirty six, we levied a tax on every man, woman, and child at that point in time, and and basically sold the sovereignty to a foreign. I get that. I don't understand this date though. That was yeah. the Federal Reserve Act. That's what it was. And, I was trying to remember. And, okay. And here's the thing. Yeah, the reason, right. But the reason the month of December is important because what they did is there was only like seven or eight people. I don't remember what the exact number was, but there was only seven or eight people present in Congress to actually vote on it. And they considered that a quorum because those were the only people available. 
So no, they, they just sure refused they... to vote on. You're talking about the 16th Amendment, right? The Federal Reserve Act. Yeah, the, the, but it was the 16th Amendment that you're that you're that w- that it was yeah. in, right? I'm I'm not sure. So they needed two thirds of the votes of the people in the country as a whole, uh, two thirds of the votes to to pass it, and it was never passed. It was never ratified. No, it's it was illegal. never ratified, but it was passed. It was passed anyway. The 16th Amendment to, to pay taxes, yes, was never ratified, but the the Federal Reserve Act was only voted on by a few representatives. And then keep in mind, too, that at that same time, we come to find out that everybody who was opposed to the Federal Reserve Act also got a free ticket to go for a boat ride that they never came back from. <laughs> True story. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Titanic, right? Yeah, Carnegie Carnegie was in on this, Rockefeller, the Rothschilds. And here's the thing, too. The other person that was in the middle of this was a guy by the name of Jacob Schiff, who was a representative of the Rothschilds, the Bank of Rothschild, the House of Rothschild, the Bank of London. I mean, there's, there's a dozen and one names, but that's where they come from. And that is a picture of Georgia, yeah. in Georgia, where they have thousands, and this is all across the country, people. It's not just Georgia. That's just the one I pulled up, but I can pull up many others. And there are thousands among thousands of these plastic coffins everywhere. Give me a second. I'm going to go ahead and pull up pictures of these, uh, what they call family centers. And you'll see yeah. that they are literally camps with barbed wire around the entire facility. Uh, they have playgrounds and houses and all these sites. It looks like uh, a, a Germany uh, uh, in doctor. I mean, a Germany uh, uh, camp, what they called family right. centers back then, insurgent camps. Though, so uh, it, go ahead while I'm doing this, and 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 go ahead, and I'll catch back up with you. So, if we go backwards from the Federal Reserve Act, and and here's the part of American history that most people don't know. In 1903, there was a run on the banks where the banks were, many of the banks were insolvent. They didn't have the money for all of the people who are demanding withdrawals at the same time. This entire thing was, was uh, uh, perpetuated um, by the Rothschilds by Jacob Schiff on behalf of the Rothschilds in conjunction with Rockefeller because at the time, Rockefeller and Morgan had control of the American economy. And so what they did is they caused all of this between the run on the banks and everything that led up to the 1930s. This is what predicated the Great Depression, you know, as we know it now. But what they did is, is they... They put America in a situation where it had to default on its debts and they knew they were going to default on the debts. And then they did a run on the banks so that they made all the banks collapse as well. And then they told all the banks, hey, hey, don't worry, guys, we got you. We're going to we're going to bail you out, man. We got bailouts. See, they love these bailouts. We're going to take care of you. We'll loan you the money so that you're solvent and you don't lose everything. But but. You have to agree to let us dictate to you how you run your banks. 
You see, this is where FDIC started. They started controlling all the banks and telling them what they're allowed to do, not allowed to do, how they're allowed to loan money, not allowed to loan money. And they set all of them up. So now all these banks are enslaved to what was coming was the Federal Reserve. So now the Federal Reserve, even now, most people don't know this. It's why it's preferable to go to a credit union instead of an FDIC bank is because the Federal Reserve controls all the banks. Bank of America, all those big banks that everybody knows so well, those are all Rothschild-owned banks. Those are all Federal Reserve-controlled banks. The Federal Reserve, for those of you who don't know, the land that the physical Federal Reserve sits on, the building itself, is not considered American territory. They it's have not. their own laws. And and here's the thing about it. That is owned by the Bank of London. That is controlled. Now, they want to tell you that there's a series of investors, there's groups of financial institutions that help run the Federal Reserve, that help run the American monetary system, just the same as they do in a bevy of other countries around the world, except Russia, which is why they don't like Russia. But they tell you that Lehman Brothers is one of the financial institutions, Goldman Sachs, um, Morgan. But guess what? Rothschild owns all of them, too. Well, They're here's a fun fact about J.P. Morgan and Chase and the rest of them. Did you know they were they were the ones in the slave trade? They were, yes. they were, their ships were JP Morgan shipping lines. They were the ones uh, bringing uh, slaves all around the world, not just to America, but Saudi right. Arabia was the worst offender during the slave trade. They took millions of slaves, more than anyone else in the world. The difference then, between us and them is they castrated them. So uh, they, they, they were, if, if, if people, you know, it's, it's not, I, I think reparations are a terrible thing, terrible idea. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing about, here's the other side of that. If you want to go after the people who actually did it, profited from it, who's still around today, you can point to go after JP Morgan, go after Chase. These are the people at fault. The about it. They're the ones who did it. When JP Morgan died, JP Morgan, the man, when he died, he actually, his family found out that he actually owned less than 10% of the holdings that his name was tied to. They were disappointed because they thought, oh, he's dying. We're all going to be rich, man. We're getting everything, man. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna run with all of it. And then when he died and they actually got to look at the paperwork, they realized that they really weren't getting squat. Well, I mean, I mean, a lot of these people get used, right? The, the FBI yeah. uses people. And what they do is they find a weak spot. For instance, Ray Epps. On our live the other night, we had a contributor for the gateway to the Gateway Pundit, former reporter at the uh, at, at Project Veritas. This was a very credible individual, Alicia Powell from the Alicia Powell Show, came on uh, the podcast, get in the game with us, and she literally said that there are allegations that Ray Epps raped his daughter, and it, and it just goes right in line with the fact that the the FBI finds something out about you that they can use against you as leverage. And then next thing you know, you're their puppet. Jesse Waters said there were 40 uh, FBI informants for 15 years inside of the Biden camp, 15 years. They knew about the pay for play schemes. They knew about the bribery. They knew about the shell companies. They knew about it. But instead of arresting them, what they did was they used all that knowledge as leverage and they started controlling him. When Trump fired Comey, 
That was like his in his own words. He said that was like swatting the beehive, and the FBI went ballistic. And then Christopher right. Ray Epps, as Ivan likes to call him, uh, Ray Epps. It, it, then he he you know who was a CCP employee. Let's not forget that right. Ray, Ray Epps, not Ray Epps. Excuse me, I said Ray Epps. Christopher Ray worked for the CCP, making upwards of nine million dollars per year. Nine million per year, and his previous client, Miles, Miles Gow who was an anti-CCP guy prior to him going to work for the CCP, talking about Christopher Ray, he gets tapped and he said, Hey, we need you to come run the FBI, be the director of the FBI. Right. So what he did immediately upon doing that, this is how unethical he is. This is how much of a Chinese puppet these people are. He arrested miles gal, his former client. Right. I mean, (laughs) Listen, they tell you and they telegraph every punch. They know exactly oh. what they're doing. They know how evil they are. They tell you, look, Obama just put that damn movie out. Leave the leave the world behind or whatever it is. Right. Um just just look at the movie and look at the deer disease that happened afterwards. Look forward Here. to everything that they're talking about coming true in some way, yeah. shape, or form in that movie. So I got a I got a secret for you that most people don't realize. No matter what nefarious BS that you want to go down the rabbit hole on, on researching about the history of the United States. Just pick any, just pick any point in, in, in our history whatsoever that, you know, was dirty and you go down the rabbit hole on it. And if you keep going, you'll find that all of it is connected. All of it is connected. There is a common thread. Always. I I have a buddy of mine who, (laughs) Yeah, every everybody thinks the Rockefellers are, are, are at fault for everything. <laughs> yeah, the, every single crime against humanity that's happened in the last seven to eight hundred years has been the same group of people, and some of them even going further back than that. I have a friend who is a a, a bloodline historian. He tracks all these families. And most of these people, like the Rothschild family and, and all of the other 13 names that are intermingled with Rothschild, you know, like the Windsors, the Bundys, the Astons, all of those guys, they're all intermarried. The royal family in England is intermarried with the Rothschilds. Yeah, they only allow themselves to intermarry. Yeah, they and you only can follow intermarry. these guys all the way back to the pharaohs of Egypt. These are people, you know, when they talk about Moloch and all that, the worship of Moloch. Well, Moloch is just really the person in power. It's they're worshiping themselves. Take a look at this, this video. Tell me if you can hear it. Uh, All right. I'm going to play it. Now, what this is, is Jesse Ventura going to a FEMA camp and you'll see people inside of the camp and you'll just watch. Tell me if you can't hear it. Yeah, I'm not hearing anything. That's that's what that's what it is right there. I, I don't know if you once I brought us down if, when I played it, if you could hear it, but it, he showed no, no he went up to the door. He went up to the door, knocked on the door, and they're like, Well, we can't tell you what this place is. Well, who do yeah. you keep here? We can't tell you that. 
for their safety. Oh, so they're they're at risk. Uh, someone's at. We can't talk about that. No one wants. They, and when you go to to Congress, they act like it doesn't exist. Right. Like they won't answer your questions. But these camps are all over the place, and they, and they and it's said that they can house upward to a million people. Right. In these camps, why? Why are they there? For what? What are all the coffins for? Why are you letting all these mil- millions of uh, 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 military-aged men into our country? Why is it that because you're siding with other countries? It's crazy. They're going to. Here's the thing. You go back. You look at uh, Jacques Attali and and some others from the World Economic Forum. Um, yeah. And even Bill Gates has talked about this. They're going to, you know, just like their agenda for World War Three, they're going to push huge depopulation events and they're going to use that as their excuse to come in and use the military against us and everything else. But they want us to destroy each other, too, and do the depopulation. But they also want workers not thinkers as rockefeller said when he destroyed our education exactly right. the first time around exactly right you know yeah it's so that's the game and most people don't even understand how much rockefeller took over the medical community so that it has become a euthanasia community their intention petroleum yeah, and all of our medications and all of that that was that was him that he was the reason yeah. that that happened yeah, I now, mean, they're definitely evil people. Keep in mind, these are the same people that wrote letters back and forth to Hitler, them praising each other on their ideas of eugenics. There's not much different between what Joseph Mengele was doing and to twins and kids and the things that he was doing in that day to the fact that we're allowing these pseudo-medical you know, folks coming in and, and and doing sex change operations on 10, 11, 12-year-olds. It's the same uh, thing. It, it is the same right thing. Are you familiar with MKUltra? Absolutely. All right. So MKUltra, for those of you who don't know, it was the government, particularly the CIA, um, a guy I believe it was Joseph Gottlieb. Was it Joseph? I think it was Joseph. But I know, yeah, it was Gottlieb. Um, under the CIA ran this program. Uh, where they tried to figure out, and this is where methamphetamine comes from. This is where LSD comes from. All of it. This is all stuff that they used as as experiments on college students, prisoners, everything. They did this across the United States, and they actually most people don't know this, but they were actually working in conjunction with Joseph Mangala, aka Doctor Death. And most people don't know that Joseph Mangala drew his paycheck even during the time that he worked in Auschwitz under Hitler. He was still drawing his paycheck from Rockefeller the entire time he was paid by Rockefeller. He worked in conjunction with uh, Gottlieb and the MK Ultra Project on how to screw with people's heads and all of this, you know, like. A lot of this stuff you, you look at, and, and there's true documentations of this, that all of these elites do to their own children, this this sexual predation that they do before they're eight years old, the amount of torture and everything else that they do, they break these people's minds. This all stems from the same ideas in MK Ultra. They want to wipe people's minds out, take control of them, and tell them who they're supposed to be. Well, and, and, and that Hillary Clinton said as much, didn't she? Hillary Clinton said what? We need to re-educate them? Yes. 
I mean, it, it, they, the serious words said in jest are, are a very real thing. They yes, tell you everything they're going to do before they do it. You remember Obama saying, "We're going to all they need to do is flood the air with enough BS and misinformation, disinformation, and people won't know what to believe." Well, that's what right. you did. Smith Munt getting rid of the fairness doctrine. The whole thing right. was all in one. And then what? And then suppressing the aid to Israel while giving more aid to Iran in an attempt to equate the power in the Middle East amongst the uh, uh, Orthodox Jews, Judea, Judea uh, Christian, uh, you know, side of, you know, the people in the Middle East that would at least subscribe to those to give the Muslims an edge, to give them equal footing and equal grounds. He paid, he paid ransom money. He, 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 he allowed them to enrich uranium, even though, he, it was the agreement was they would only do it to a certain level. They never followed that. Israel had yeah, to yeah. take matters into their own hands. But, but the Israel had to go assassinate about, the scientists. It's all about destabilizing Western culture. That's the whole thing. They want to destabilize any people. And it's the same reason that they go after Christianity. Because any people who actually understand um, self-governance, who actually understand self-discipline and self-responsibility, things like that people that get up every day and think for themselves and stand on a principle or a moral foundation they want to wipe all of that away they love the pedophiles they love the people who will hurt other people because they have no moral limits because they can actually treat them any way that they want they can have disdain for them they can devalue human life and they don't want anybody that will hold human life as valuable because that gets in the way of them just having a free-for-all with anything they want to do. You know who Harari is? Yes. I forget his first name. World Harari, Economic Forum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's a piece of trash, dude. I would throw away my freedom to take a swing at that guy. Yeah. Um, it, it, what he said the other day in that clip that's going around uh, social media right now was saying, if you cut a person open and look, You'll see there's no human rights. Human rights don't exist. And he's on this whole transhumanism thing. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is exactly what Satan would say, right? I, I, I'm a firm believer that the Antichrist is here. He's here yeah. right now. The river Euphrates is dried up, right? We're not yeah. going to get too big. I'm not going to go into a sermon, but I'm just going to tell you this much. The Bible says that when that river dries up, that two angels that were trapped beneath that are going to be released and there's going to be war. Well, yeah. you've just seen it. That river just dried up at the same time Hamas attacked Israel. At the same time, Hezbollah attacked them from the north. At the same time, China is marching around, starting an alliance with all the BRIC nations to what? To set up and a, a new world order and not allow the United States in. It's all culminating yep. at the same time right now, and it's all biblical. Every single piece yep. of it is biblical. Yuval Noah Harari, a.k.a. Psychopath. Mm-hmm. A, a psychopath guys will never, ever, ever, he will never walk down the street by himself. And most other people like him won't either because they yeah. know they only, they only pander to the elites and, and the people who pay their salaries. They don't right. care about you and me, you and me whatsoever. It's a class warfare type of thing. They look at themselves as noble and they look at us as peasants beneath them, lower than dirt. We're workers, mouth breathers. That's it. That's all we are to yeah. them. And, and and now they believe they've gotten the world to a technological, the technical, uh, I uh, can't speak right now. The technological advances in the world have culminated to a point 
where they don't feel as though they need as many workers. Now, all of a sudden, the plan changes to depopulation. Because why? Right. Because we're eating their food. We're e we're breathing their air. They want to, they, they want to, and it's very possible. I don't know the details about Hawaii. I've heard the conspiracy theories about the 15-minute cities and how Oprah hired security guards on her particular portion of land there to protect it to where people couldn't come in uh in on her property because her house was still yeah you know, and coincidentally enough coincidentally enough oprah and a bunch of others but mainly oprah is buying up land of all these people who were burned alive what's up with the blue alive? roof the blue roofs and everyone that had a blue roof for some reason their house didn't get hit with, with by the right. fire <laughs> now I'm, only, I'm I don't know the significance of that. I listen to the same social media oh, posts as other people. I don't I, know it to be true, but I do know this. I saw the pictures, the satellite photos of yeah. the fire, and it looks like fire here. Skip all this. Fire here. Skip all that. Fire here. Yeah. The kids were sent home. Exactly Nobody. There, the water was cut off. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of questions, and it just so happened to be the same dumbass who was in charge here in my city. On October yeah. the 1st, when that dumbass uh, at, in Mandalay Bay uh, is shot at that Jason Aldean yeah. concert, it's the same guy that was in charge here that just so happened to go be in charge there when this happened. Seems that yeah. uh, things follow that guy. You think that that's, that's a coincidence? That's exactly it. There's enough questions. There's enough questions. There's enough circumstances that, that make me believe that, you know what, we might not know what the actual detailed truth is, but we Thank know you. that the bullshit that they're telling us is not the truth. Exactly right. If I see you buy flour, I see you buy eggs, I see you buy bacon powder, I see you buy yeast, I don't see the cake, but I know there's a damn cake somewhere. I see you bought right. all the damn ingredients. And and that's exactly that's what we're looking at. We don't have to see, the, we don't have to know the details, but if if I see you bought all the ingredients and you have all the people in what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to wait and hold you and act whatever evil diabolical plan before we act. The American people need a leader that will back us as we go about transforming back into what it used to be. Call it what you will, but that's the reality of it. We have gotten too far away from where we used to be. And I hate when people say, when was America ever great? Lots of times. It was great in the yeah. 50s. It was great in the 60s. It was you know, great at Reformation. You had a contingency of people in the United States that fought for equality, who thought slavery was abhorrent. That's why the Republican Party was created. It's not that we were ever perfect, but don't let the left fool you into believing yeah. that this country was not well, great. They, Greatest generation, World War II, everyone part of the war effort, everyone yep. you know out there waving flags, doing something for the troops, loving our country all at the same time? Man, come on. This yeah. is an amazing country, and it can be again if we just organize and people realize that they're surrounded by other people who think like them. But the only way that happens is if the silent majority stops being silent, starts standing their ground and speaking up. Yep. Wear a sign. Put it on your hat. Don't be afraid to wear your MAGA hat. Put it on. Yeah. I got my let's go. I like my let's go Brandon Nike airs. I wear them all the time with the American flag. And the, right. I don't Amen. care, man. You're not going to stifle me. I'm not afraid. I'll die for what I believe. And, and a lot of people say that, but I will. I literally, will. Right. I literally will lay down my life for my country. 
and I don't care if, if someone's enacting an unconstitutional law, I'm not going to listen. If someone's telling me I need to get a jab, I'm not doing it. If you're telling me I need to wear a mask to walk out of my house, it's not happening. I'm going to do what I want. We the people. Exactly right. What does what the, the other picture say there? I, I see there. I, I didn't see the one on the inside of your arm there. I still well, I got, can't make that. I'm trying to get it to focus here. Focus, camera, there we go. And I got my three bullets. Yeah. Yeah, I see. The 3%. I am I am one who will stand. Well, let, let me tell you, it, it, a lot of people say that. Mm. And when it comes time, you know, there's going to be a lot that falter. Just yeah. not one of And I believe that's the reason why they go after Christians. Because they know those of us who really believe in God welcome death because we don't believe it's we don't believe we're dying. And yeah. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people who know I'm gonna live forever. You can't do shit to me. I've already been through the well, worst. And the other side of it is is if you love your family more than you love yourself, you won't think twice. You won't have fear for yourself because you will stand up for the fear that you have of the danger to your family, you will strike down any threat to that which you love. That's the way it Absolutely. works. I should get one step over. further. The Bible says anyone who loves their, their wife and child or whoever more than me are not worthy to be called my disciples. I espouse my dedication and my love for my Savior so much right. so that I won't put anyone above him. I will absolutely lay down my... If someone put a gun to my head today and said, either denounce Christ or die, see ya. I'm not one yeah. of them. You're not going to... Let me I'm move not, my hand I'm not coming off you. There you go. <laughs> I'm not coming off of this square. And they know that. that that's yeah. why they call Christians intolerant, even though it's not true. And, and, here, and, and the reality of it is, is that we don't force people to think, feel, and believe we do. The left does. The left is no. are the fascist ones. The left are the ones that believe in cancel culture. Imagine this. The country has always been ran by some form or another of a Judeo-Christian style of government from its conception. And so we had fringe elements in this country the entire time. We always had people that were homosexual or whatever. They called alternative lifestyles because it, for a reason. They were alternative. There was normal and then alternative. So we had fringe elements. We always had fringe elements. And we never, we never, you didn't see people protesting. Remember Boy George, Culture Club, all that? Yeah. We loved the Boy George. He was cool, but he wasn't telling, he wasn't in on none of this stuff, telling us how we yeah. have to think for believe. It, it, it was different. And as a result, they were accepted. Elton John, even yeah. after he came out, accepted. But they're not Queen. saying the same things. They're not telling you, you have to feel and think and believe. They're not trying to indoctrinate your children because. The people who believe in God are in charge, or at least the people that believe in the Constitution were in charge. The left, should they be given that same power, would absolutely go about cleansing people who don't think, feel, and believe they do. And how do we know that? Because they only have a little bit of that power right now, and that's exactly what they're already doing. You know... I keep thinking about how we can spread that message, how we can show everybody what is really going on. It fascinates me how many people fall for the spin. The whole, 
uh, oh my God, Trump is a Nazi. It's like, have you not studied history? Have you never opened a book? Did, did you never go to the History Channel and just watch a, a movie? Did, did you, how do you how do you make that statement and then and then you know believe it to be true? if you've ever researched a damn thing because we clearly see who the fascists are. We see what the actions of fascism are. And when here's the thing about it too, when you, when you make all of the the steps, you you make a list of all of the steps and actions of fascism. Right. And then you also make a list of all of the steps and actions of communism and how each one would overthrow a Republic to become you know what they are and guess what it's the same list it's the same list with the same ending it's the same thing and anybody that would you know just moderately pay attention even to the history channel even if you never crack a book go watch some movies on the history channel and see what these people actually did throughout mm-hmm. history and anybody Anybody that considers themselves this idea of progressive. And here's where the real trouble is, is all these people that think they're, you know, progressive. I'm so progressive minded, just like this Harari idiot. The the guy thinks he's so smart. And in so many ways, he is he is literally retarded. Like, I'm not saying that to be hyperbolic. Um, It's not an ad hominem attack. It's literally he is cognitively retarded. Because these guys always do the same thing with communism, with with fascism, with socialism, with every kind of ism, every kind of collectivist Mm -hmm. ideal. They always skip over the one truest thing about all of it. The one thing that the Constitution covers, the one thing that this book governs is that we are ingrained with the human condition. You can't write that out of us. We are who we are. Dealing with humans is like hurting cats. The more you try to squeeze us, the more trouble you're going to have. That's the reality of it. So you have to you have to be able to rely on a society who knows how to govern themselves, who knows how to be self-reliant and self-responsible, how to be self-accountable, how to measure ourselves against the word that we all have an equal principle, an equal moral mm-hmm. foundation to not only measure ourselves against it, but to measure each other against. That's, That's the right. only way it works is if we're all participating. And if it's we're called not all a standard. You don't get it. Yeah, it's called a standard. Now, I, I say this all the time: the the left has no standards. The only right. standard that they have is they have no standards. If you stand for something, they won't stand for it. That's exactly right. who the left is. Because if they have a standard, then they would have a platform, right? They have no platform because they have no value system. What they call freedom, we call anarchy. Their They're- freedom. There's two tricks they play. They make everyone think we're citizens of the world. Yeah. Right. And then they try to play on our sympathies to try to let all these refugees into our no, no. country to, to destroy Playing on your sympathies then, is the best way of saying cry bully. They try to cry bully you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like like uh what's her name? Uh uh Fanny, whatever it is. Oh no, no, no. What's what is the uh, Letitia James? Bullies. Yeah. <laughs> They're bullies. Too white, too <laughs> just just the sexist, racist uh connotations from these people. And you gotta understand what they're doing and who they are. And it's not by literally all the time, not always by what they say, but look at the legislation they push. Do you know about NY213? 
Vaguely. So NY213 uh, was the Department of Health uh, suggestion that ended up being turned into law in New York. And what the right. law basically states is that without any criteria being mapped out, no criteria laid out of, as far as what you have to meet in order to be uh, put into uh, quarantine. Right. So they essentially could say this person, I think, has or has been around someone who has whatever. And we're going to yeah. quarantine him They're in the law states that they can just come to your house, pick you up and quarantine you. The place of their choosing and the time is indiscriminate. So they can decide where to put you and how long. And you have no recourse, meaning you, you can't say, well, test me and see that I have nothing. That's not part of the recourse. So the a law right. was appealed. The law was appealed and the appeal was won. But then Letitia James took it back to court and had the appeal uh, removed. So it's in place. NY213 is a law. So basically in New York, they could essentially, they could say, we don't like this guy's uh, political ideology. Let's say he's been around someone who has disease X and we right. can't let it, we can't let it manifest before we uh, quarantine him. We got to do it now before he gets everyone else sick. And they just take a bunch of people and start putting them in quarantines. They don't. Right. Well, they make they want, up a story about disease X. Yeah. They make up a story about disease X. It doesn't even have to be something real. You know, oh, it's yeah. the same thing with these red flag laws where, they, they just come up with, well, I had a dream that, you know, this guy might be dangerous, you know, or whatever. So let's go take his guns away. Like that's, that's, that's how. That's what those red flag laws are. That's what those yeah. red flag laws are. And here's the problem with them, right? Here's the problem with all of them. Defending yourself is a human right that is inferred. Right. Meaning, and it's the term inferred is actually written in the Constitution. The right, right. to bear arms is inferred. There shall be no Hell law not. made to infringe upon, which means, unfortunately, for those who believe different, that means you can't take away gun rights. I don't care what the person's done or any of that. Right. You cannot legally take away their gun rights because there's been no constitutional amendment. None. There's been no amendment to the Second Amendment. They have not voted to change the Constitution. Right. Therefore, all the laws that they've made, that means uh, 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 what was the one that after Ronald Reagan got killed, uh, or not killed, shot, sorry. Um, man, I forget what it was called, but it was named after the guy who, who jumped in front of the bullet for him. But in any case, all of that is wrong. All of, all of those laws, right. all those federal laws, all those state laws, California taking your gun rights away, uh, uh, Chicago taking your gun rights away, which is where most of the gun violence is. Um, anytime right, they right. take guns away, that's what happens. Gun violence increases. They right. don't have the right to do that. Perception is power. And because bad people get together and vote on illegal bills and they try to tell you their law, if they're not constitutional, so that's the end of it. You, you know about Grady Judd, right? Sheriff Grady Judd. No, I don't. He told everybody in his county that hey, if if one of these if one of these rioters because they were threatening to come into uh, suburban communities, if one of these rioters breaks into your house, shoot them dead. I will deputize every single man, woman, and child. I do remember that. I didn't know his name, but I seen the speech. Yeah, he's actually one county over from me where I live right now. I might have to come visit you, man, and go get tattooed. Yeah. 
Do it. I would, do I, it. I, would, I would very much like it. Um, maybe, maybe sometime around June and July when I get out of my hot state and come to your hot state. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I'll tell you this. Here in Florida, everybody is packing. Everybody is packing, and we already have laws on the books. And if you try to do one of your little bullshit protests, you think you're going to line up across the road, we're going to run you down. And the, the law will protect us, not you. You will get a bad case of death. Come stand in the middle of the road in Florida. Or better yet, come try to break into somebody's house in Florida. You know what? Yeah, wrong house. Because that's what we do here. That's what America is supposed to be. That's right. That's right. Amen. You deprive somebody from their life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I've had this debate with people before where they're trying to say, just because someone's stealing something out of your house doesn't give you the right to kill them because they were only stealing something. Why would you? No. Sorry. What, 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 are you, what do they say in your state? I absolutely love this, this phrase. You loot, we shoot. Yeah. Plain and uh, simple. A, a lot of these people. Shoot. Right. A lot of these people say, oh, well, you value your stuff more than human life. And no, no. The reality is, is that you value my stuff more than your life. Exactly. Because you're right. the one making the decision to come mess with my stuff. If you value your life, you will keep your hands off of my stuff. That's how it works. That's the real point of view in all of this. There, there's been uh, cases in Nevada where uh, someone was attempting to break into a home and the homeowner saw him through a window attempting to get in, shot through the window, and, and took this man's life, as he should have. He had every right to, right. Um, to protect his property. And he was hailed as a hero on the news. And, yep. and that's the way it should have been. Be. But how about that Arizona rancher protecting his land from these foreign invaders who's sitting in prison right now? Yeah, or or and the bodega owner in New York who who protected himself against the robber, and he's in jail, or the right. old man, the old man that was held up by a guy with a knife, but the old man had a gun, pulled it out, and shot him. When they wrote the article, they called the man shot the victim. The old man who had a heart attack as a as a result of what happened woke up chained to a bed in a hospital, and, and he's being charged with murder. This is the ridiculousness yeah. that happens because they're treating criminals like victims. And even the mayor of New York, was it the mayor? I think it was the mayor of New York, told people, don't refer to them as thugs. Thugs, cretins. I would, yeah. I'm telling you, I promise you, I would create a task force as strong as a military if I were running Chicago. As strong as a military. And it would be that deep on the streets. When you catch people doing that, I'd be using those FEMA camps, dude. I'm tired yeah. of it. I'm sick. I'm sick of the the culture of anti-American uh, right. epithets being used to hurt people, brutalize people, and then people using their backstory. Who didn't have a mom? He didn't have a dad. You don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. give a damn. I have the same story. I grew up in Baltimore City in the projects. Look me up, Eddie Smith. Go take oh. a look. I did not. I, I was not always a good guy. The reality of it is it's not. I got prison terms behind me and all of that. But I got to a point in my life where I realized it's me. It's me. I have to be accountable for my mistakes and the things that I chose to do. So when I decided to you know what, stop making excuses and blame other people, I went through a program recommended by Trump later, got uh, accreditations from the Congress, from Senate, right. uh, started working with the, with, with, the, with the police in my area. 
uh, got involved on, uh, in a level to be able to make sure that people don't uh, uh, recommit crimes and go back to jail. I'm involved with helping them find jobs with livable wages because I care. But I'm what, I, what I'm not doing is giving them an, an excuse right. to make it sound like it's all right to commit crimes. It's okay if people, we're in the land of second chances. And yeah. no one's holding you back from being anything you want to be except you. When I got off of a prison bus, I got off with less than zero dollars. I owed money. Right. Five years of my life taken away from me. I got off with no car, no money, no place to be. Within one year, I was back on my feet, making over six figures and doing the things that everyone should do because I never blamed anyone else for my mistakes but me. But here's the other part of it. During that time when I was away, I was on a level four prison yard. I was in maximum security. I was uh, I was housed uh, in units with with people that were absolutely cartel members. They were to the max serial killers. Oh, I've looked these people in the eye. I've sat right. down at lunch tables with them. I've heard their stories. You people right. are being naive. You're being naive. The stuff that's happening at the southern border, you're being so naive. Oh, to the, yeah. You have no idea the level of things in which you're not being told. You don't know. And I happen to be in, in Nevada and a place right next to Arizona and all this. I see, I know, I've experienced, had conversations with people that will absolutely make the hair on the back of your neck stand yeah. up and they don't have consciences. Mm -hmm. They're complete sociopaths. They laugh about the lives that they take and they don't care about anything but their bottom line. And they don't care right. about prison. Prison is just part of the overall plan because their criminal syndicates take care of them while they're in there. They don't care. Right. Getting a life sentence just gets you a tattoo that you yeah. can be proud of. This is their culture. You're not going to fix it. You're not going to get some, you're not just going to tell some, it's, you ever, you ever see a Bill Burr stand up uh, comedy yeah. act ever? All right. yeah. I, his wife is deplorable, but I like his, his comedy. And right, uh, right. he goes something like this. He says that, uh, uh, imagine you're, you know, he was talking about watching the Super Bowl and having all these weird commercials come on. He's like, you know, the, the guy, the domestic abuser and that sort of thing, it just slams his, his wife in a drawer and all that. And then this commercial comes on. It's like, you know, basically doing that is bad. I mean, what do you expect? The guy go, oh, wow, I didn't know. Pick you up, dust you off on the floor. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for that commercial, I would have probably, <laughs> this is the ridiculous. Yeah, no, it doesn't man. work that way. These people are evil and, and, and to sit there and treat them like victims and act as if they're not going to reoffend or that they give a damn um, is terrible. And bring back capital punishment. Yeah. Bring it back. If you take someone's life, you've forfeited your own. Whether or not you get that forgiveness from your maker, that's up to you. But this right. life is over for you. You've taken someone else's life, and as a result, you forfeited your own. We're done putting yeah. the tax bills for you the entire time you're in prison. There are people in prison 40, 50-plus years, and you're paying to feed them and house them, and you're putting them in the same prisons that you're putting people in there with low-level offenders, people that didn't take the trash can lids off their right. jacket, and you're putting them in prison next to people that are doing life. And you know what they do? They come out criminals. They come out they with connections. Yep. Yeah, they come out with connections they never had before because they're around bad dudes who introduced them to other bad dudes. And it right. just gets worse. It gets worse. Right. People just need to wake up so, and realize we're not going to fix 
this country the way that you thought we were. The things that we're going to have to do to fix it are not, are not going to be pretty. They're not going to be nice, and no. they're not going to be easy. And in, in, in unfortunately, I don't believe they will be without bloodshed. I don't believe that. I hope I hope that, but I don't believe that. You have 20 million plus foreign invaders in your country. If you think that they're all going to go back home peacefully, you're out of your damn minds. So I'm going to have to wind up here pretty soon and get going. Yeah, sure. um, and me as well. Too. For me. But I want to share a thought with everybody because I think, you know, when we talk about the Constitution, we talk about constitutional law, all that. Uh, a lot. There's a couple of things that a lot of people don't realize. You know, we have the preamble to the Constitution. Right. And most people don't realize that the preamble is a statement of intent. Everything within the Constitution should be seen through the filter of the preamble. It's the statement of intent. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. That means everybody who comes behind us do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. The preamble is stating exactly what the constitution is supposed to do. So all of this stuff that we've been railing about, um, well, for, for years now, not just tonight, is absolutely against the intent of the constitution. It's absolutely against it. That's right. That's right. That's right. And um, anything you want to say before we get out of here besides that? Yeah. Um, for those of you who aren't already, if you could, if you would, if you're willing to, make sure to drop over and hit the follow button on my channel as well. Make sure you're following us on on the twatters, the x.com. And uh, if you like written articles you can also find bowling point live on substack as well um there's a lot of information and, and this is my number one focus in all of this all of these things that we talk about everything that's going on in the news everything that's important that we pay attention to everything that has a historical relevance or a historical comparison all of these things this information is ammunition that's the foundation of all of it I try to bring forward everything that I can. I try to share everything that I can. I get together with great people like Eddie here, and we work together. It's a community, and this conversation is for all of us, so all of us can share this information Absolutely. so that we can go forward and have this conversation. So if you're a podcaster out there watching this right now, and you want to become part of this group because there is a group, Right. There right. is what you don't see uh, is that behind the scenes, we're all talking to one another. Yeah. Bowling Point Live, myself, Chris's world, none report and many, many, many others. Kyle's world, uh, skin in the game, Alicia Powell show, Ivan Raiklin. I've I've interviewed many. And as a result, what we've done is we've organized so that we share information. We get the latest and the greatest. We find out what's really going on from the sources. If you're one of those people and you want to get in that group, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free yeah. to reach out to me because we're going to help you. If you if you need help, 
getting to the next stage or, or figuring out something with your podcast or how to get a hold of certain people. We're going to help. That's that's what we're here to do. We're here to help build up so you can get the message out too. We're not selfish. I don't need all the attention in the world, but what I do need is the message to get out. What I do need is fighters. I do need soldiers out there that are willing to go out and push the truth and 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 be unabashed about it and be unashamed as they're doing it. So definitely uh, reach out. Don't forget to hit, uh, get a, give a follow if you're on Rumble. Uh, please follow if you can't support any other way. Um, also check out Skin in the Game on Mondays uh, live at 6 p.m. here on uh, on X and on Rumble because those are the only two First Amendment platforms there are. We also just did something at Red Pilled. Um, I put I put the podcast over there as well. Uh, I don't know how well it's doing yet, but it is a new platform for us, and we're out there doing it. Uh, guys, I really appreciate you taking the time to spend with us tonight and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you guys again tomorrow night. I am changing my schedule from Monday, Wednesday, Friday um, to being uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, as well as Saturday. But we will be doing the lives as opposed to the pre-recorded sessions, unless it's a special occasion uh, after six o'clock in the afternoon. So look forward to that. Make sure you like and follow so you get notified when I do go live. And don't forget, check out Boiling Point with Rev and over you here. And, me, uh, you can find me on pill.net as well. And, and I want to throw this in there real quick, and I hope you don't mind because I know you and I both are a fan of Carpenters. So mm-hmm. if you're on pill.net, and he's going to be reaching out further, but right now he's on pill.net. If you're not doing that already, follow my good buddy, Wood Geek. You want to see some carpentry projects. You want to you want to hear from a good Christian man with a solid foundation. This man is worth listening to. He's worth talking mm-hmm. to. He's an amazing person. So check out Wood Geek as well. And all of you that are watching on Pilled, I know you already know me. You're already my people. I love each and every one of you. I'll see you guys soon. And 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 we will next week. By the way, I wanted to. Well, actually, I'm sorry, not next week. This weekend, um, we're doing a. Uh, open discussion conspiracy show. So oh, nice. this is this is not us reporting the news and that sort of thing. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about 9-11, the golf of talking. We're going to be talking about all of the the, the, the the conspiracy theories, all the Roswell, all that kind right. of stuff. If you're into that, I'm down. Come join us. Come come join I'm us. Down. Yo, you want to be down. in on it? I'm downtown. All right. You're I, I will definitely send you the invite. Um, and we're going to be doing that on. Uh, hold up here. When is the, when is the uh, playoffs? What, is it on Sunday or Saturday? It's on Sunday, right? I'm Sunday, not even right? Sure. I've uh, been working so much. I haven't been keeping track of anything. So uh, let me let me just make sure when Alexa. When do the Baltimore Ravens play football next? Sunday. So it's going to be on Saturday, guys. I feel terrible for not knowing that, but I've been so busy. I've already made yep. reservations for it and everything. But, yeah, so Saturday, we're going to spend a couple of hours. We're going to go through the whole gamut of all of the different conspiracy theories, and it's going to be a blast. So well, let me know. Uh, come check that out. Come check that out, guys. We look forward to it. And as usual, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent. Stand your ground. Amen. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer Podcast. You guys have a great day. And I'll see you Monday on the Nun Report as well. Guys, have a good one.
My people of this country and we're under attack They banning us, they cancel us for speaking the facts If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back And every time we pull up, all you're gonna see is American flag